Hello? Am I live? Do I have good sound? I have a lot of questions. I have a lot of technical questions for you guys. I need your help. Hi. Um, oh my gosh. I just came to the chat to see that I do have a super chat from Tynanzi. Tynanzi? First time I'm awake for your stream. Hello from Norway. Thank you. Uh, hope you're having a good day. Thank you. I'm so happy to receive this love from Norway. Hi, everybody. Yes, this dress. When it showed up, I put it on and I was like, okay, it's entirely too much. I don't know why, but I, all of a sudden, wait, why is there somebody in the chat named <laughs> Jake's Baby Cakes? Because, okay, literally dead ass, you guys. That is one of those words that like, that I, I haven't called anybody baby cakes in a while, but I did, that is one of those words that I use quite frequently or used to. Um, and obviously you guys know about my Jake, but I'm sorry, I'm trying to get the mic closer to me. Um, I'm hoping that this is good, but it was so weird. Oh, that made me look very big. Um, I look like a movie star. Thank you. I'll tell you why I look like a movie star. But there was this man that I reached out to as a recruiter. If you didn't know, that is my day job, uh, recruiting and marketing. I reached out to this man and his response was, check your email, doll. And I told my boss, I was like, uh, this guy called me doll. I don't like that. Um, so... Um, oh, yeah, but where was I going with that? But he was just like, I'm so grateful for where I work because even though it's mostly like a bunch of like men in their 40s, they're very progressive and um, are very just like cognizant of making sure that everybody's comfortable. And in this case, as soon as that happened, I was like, well, do you want to look at his portfolio? My boss was like, no, no, he's blacklisted. Like, he was like, what are you in the mafia in the 50s? Like, what's he going to do next? Call you toots? And then I was like, yeah, I I'm, I'm, should have responded with something, something, baby cakes. But yeah, totally. You guys can call me doll, though, anytime. <laughs> I just don't want to be called doll by men that could be my father on LinkedIn. Um, we do love a supportive boss. Um. I don't know why I'm feeling nauseated all of a sudden. I promise you guys, it's not what, what might be coming to your mind first or whatever comes to my mom's mind whenever I say, mom, I feel sick today. Um, it's not that. I just started to feel really nauseated all of a sudden after I got dressed. But um, yeah, so on like, oh, ooh, do you guys want stories? Stories from LinkedIn? Like even though it's supposed to be a Jesse and Gabby thing, whatever, we're waiting for people to show up. They're... Uh, I'm going to say this guy's name because I think he's a public figure at this, at this point, there is a, a public figure and his name is, if I'm pronouncing correctly, which I think I am, Batyar World. Don't know how he ended up with the last name World or if that was just chosen, but he, I don't even remember exactly everything that he said to me. There have been a couple of people that wanted to be like creepy on LinkedIn. And it's like, dude, this is like the one the one platform where you don't do that. Liz, thank you. 
Aw, thank you so much. You're so sweet. Yellow looks good on you. Um, and he was like, there were a couple people. There's one guy on who um, is he's like he's got a really like well-known account. A lot of people follow him because he posts just a lot of like puppies and kitties and stuff like that. And I have reached out to him to be like, thank you so much for like what you do for people during their work day. Um, because like your video, the videos you post really just kind of like make my work day better. And he accepted that well, but then he proceeded to turn that into a conversation that I didn't want to have. Um, he took that well when I was like, I'm not interested in this. I just wanted to say thank you. Um, but this Batyar World guy, oh, he looked like if I could, like an off-brand, um, like an off-brand DJ Khaled. And he, uh, his specialty, he, he showed me something about, I talked about his book. He had a book. And so um, I say that I have more donations. I'm going to notice, pause now to notice them because I'll forget. Hashtag water gang. Thank you. We're going to pee so good. Can we talk about the amount of gaslighting language Gabby used on Jesse smiles? It triggered panic attack for me. For sure. We. I'm so sorry that triggered a panic attack. Ugh. Um, I would love to talk about everything that I talked about in my video. Oh, Neely. Okay. <laughs> Later, Glinda. <laughs> I love you. Um, but yeah, so this guy had has a book. He's like a public figure and he's got a book. And like his bio said, uh, I talked about how he's like an SEO specialist. And I think it was an SEO job that was the reason I reached out to him. I am no offense to any of you out there that are that work in SEO. But if you do, you probably know this is a thing. Be mindful when people say they work in SEO. Just like I'm in marketing. And marketing can mean a lot of things. Marketing can mean that uh, you work for a company that makes you drive to any random Costco that day and stand at a kiosk. Yes, I've interviewed for that job. And I'm pretty sure that Gabby has talked about actually doing that job. Um, but yeah, I this guy was like hitting on me in LinkedIn DMs. And I was just like, sir, like, no, thank you. I'm, I'm not interested. I am... Um, I, I'm in a relationship and this is my, my platform where I go to be professional. And instead of just being like, Oh, yep. I understand. Bye. Thanks. Whatever. He was just like, okay, well I'll, I'll connect with you later. I'm about to go get on a, on a yacht with Dan Bilzerian. <laughs> I was like, okay, bro, you do you. Um, that was my first and most prolific, uh, creeper on LinkedIn. But, um, what are the other things I was going to tell you why I look like this? Because, let me see. You can't stop looking at the fashion and CR262. Well, I'm sorry to distract you from your um, from your workout. My hair was definitely, had a lot more going on. Um, I was ready for this an hour early, which never happens. Uh, right? What a flex. <laughs> Got a yacht with Dan Bilzerian. Um Oh my gosh. Thank you, Nina. Um, so sorry. I'm, I'm seeing, just reading some of the chat. Um, I think that this dress might actually be prettier in the back. I can't, cause it, it's kind of open right here. 
And then like these straps, I really don't know what it's supposed to be doing, but I, um, <laughs> Megan, thank you. I, well, if you want to know why I look so hot, it is because I uh, am editing my part two. If you guys saw part one of this two-parter, um, Jesse and, and Gabby, a history of, um, I started editing part two and I'm trying to see part two, I think mentions something to do with my hate mob. And if you don't know about my hate mob, go watch any video of mine. Um, but I had a couple of people on my Patreon send me um, screenshots from around that time to be like, hey, I don't know if like if this is uh, if this helps with what you're talking about. And then I kind of went down a rabbit hole looking for, oh, I hadn't seen clips. That's what it was. I don't know if you guys know this. I feel fine talking about this now that we're, cause it's on the topic of Gabby, Hannah. Hi, anybody who's entering the chat or watch, watching this in the playback. If you didn't know, this is a live, a public live event in which I talk to my audience conversation style with tangents and it's all kinds of disjointed. It is basically a podcast. I'm just not wearing headphones. So, um, oh, that just reminded me the headphone jack is plugged in. Just aesthetically, I hate it. Um, pardon me, that might have been like my, um, do you ever get just like nausea because there's just like bad air in your stomach and you're just like, what's going on? What did I do? What air did I swallow? Um, Okay, well, Leaf, I wasn't going to say who was doing what, but okay, it was Leaf, everybody. Go bully Leaf. Don't do that. Don't bully anyone. Um, but uh, yeah, Leaf was sending me clips because they were asking me basically like, um, you know, because you're going to talk about this thing. Do you want any clips from the live stream from your hate mob, the, the live stream that prompted the hate mob? And if you didn't know, I've actually never watched... It was two live streams, but you know, I consider it one, just one long live stream, because why not? But um, oh, Lola Bunny, 85 leads me to believe. Do you hail from 1985? Because that's where I hail from. Some Gabby Hanny, Gabby, Gabby Hanny, Gabby Hanny, Leaf, I bet to that one. Uh, now, how has an inappropriate content warning? Interesting. Um Oh, it's an IBS thing. I just, ugh. It's like, I don't know. I had ginger, ginger and Gabby Hanny. <laughs> I have ginger capsules or I did at some point um, that used to do like work wonders, but um, yeah. So uh, Gabby Hanky, you guys. Um, so what was I saying? So I had never actually watched the, the live streams in their entirety. I have seen, of course, bits and pieces because you've seen me put them in primarily the video where I talked about what actually happened. Oh, I'm so rude, pardon me. Why is my, because dear friend just became a patron. So thank you, dear friend, it's spelled D-E-E-R. Um, yeah, our Patreon is growing so much, you guys. That's so exciting. Like, uh, let me just take a moment. I don't, I'm all over the place. I'm not going to chalk it up to anything. I, I'm just, I get excited and I go on a lot of tangents. 
not that I should be comparing numbers, but I can't help it. When, when it's your own bully, sometimes you can't help it, you know? And when that bully tries to make you feel like you're nobody and that bully likes to compare their numbers to everybody, sometimes you can't help but notice that Gabby Hanna has 500 patrons and now you're up to 338 patrons. And that just makes me, surely, like, my patrons don't pay nearly as much as Gabby and I definitely am far more present. But um, that just speaks to uh, the kind of community that we're growing here. So I love it. Um Karis Warsham says, going to go back to watch from the beginning, just popping in to send some love. Always appreciate your perspective. Hey, Karis, when you catch up to this, uh, it really, we really haven't even started. So um, totally up to you, but you can jump ahead to the very beginning and get live with us. That could be fun. Um, now everybody's sharing their birth years. Why not? Why not share our ages? That's fun. That's a fun conversation. Um, yeah, so I... I had never, I never watched the live streams. If you, if you can only imagine or try to imagine what it felt like that day to find out for somebody, for people to be like, Hey, I think Gabby's online talking about you right now, which had already happened. Let me tell you about that too. Brandy, you look stunning tonight. Thank you. <laughs> so fancy. I like to be fancy sometimes. Thank you for continuing to call it disgusting behavior. We need more people like you in the world. Thank you, Brandy. We need more, more people like you. You've been just consistently sweet, like for uh, the longest time. Um, I've noticed you around. What was I saying? There are a few things. There are a few things I wanted to flex on, on Gabby Hanna. Um, yeah, that day. That day. If you can only try to imagine, <laughs> Liz. Thank you. Yes, my my little community is the best. Maybe that. Maybe I didn't brag about it the best way, but. I just say what I think. I do. I do love the people here. Um, if you can try to imagine what that felt like that day, just imagine. Like a lot of us, I think, are adjusted to a good, to a good extent to to quarantine, especially because, like, in a lot of places, the world has started to open up. But imagine being when did it start? March, April, May, June. Three months into quarantine. Do you remember when the when the crazy would set in for everybody, and we would all we were all like anxious all the time and we didn't know why well because we were lacking human interaction and we were going stir crazy in our homes um and also had just anxiety about the state of the world and wondering if you know is this the end of the world so <laughs> imagine just that imagine me being somebody living alone in a tiny ass apartment in a city that already is like kind of like at times scary um especially under the presidency that you know that we were under and when somebody, when people were like, Hey, I think Gabby's talking about you on a live stream. I was like, Oh God. Cause of course I had just talked to her and she had, she was at the gym, but she ran home to do the thing. And of course, like I clicked and then I was like, I can't watch this. Like I can't, like I was sobbing and panicking. I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't do this. Um, so I immediately clicked off and then just talked to some of my online, but I, if you, you guys probably saw the live stream more recently, but you know, I talked to Jake, I talked to my mom, they tried their best to be supportive and, and all that, but, um, they didn't, they didn't know anything about this world. So the best that, um, thank you, Mindy. Um, the best that Jake could do is just be like, I love you. Don't let her get, you know, like this, don't let this get to you, which like, I get why, you know, like I've, I'm sure I say that sometimes too, but like, 
I can't help these emotions, bro. And then my mom is just like, are you sure this online stuff is worth it? And I'm like, mom, you don't get it. So um, I talked to a lot of my patrons is really what happened was that I got on um, live stream with them and just to get through that, those moments. So that's, that's what happened the day of the, the hate mob. So when Leaf was like, hey, are there any clips that you would like to go with that segment of your, um, of your next video? I was just like, well, um, I don't know. Like I was planning on just using like maybe a still, but perhaps a video could, could do. And actually a video clip that Lee found did, uh, is helpful, I think. Um, but I hadn't seen it before and there were other parts I hadn't seen before. And I'll just go ahead and for the, uh, 993 of you here, like, I'll just go ahead and tell you ahead of time. You guys already know what my videos are going to be about. The next video is coming up though. Everybody else did. Um, but, um, I'll just let you guys know what this one point with this, I don't know how much I talked about this, but, um, one thing that I pointed out in this upcoming video was something that, um, Leaf, if you were the one looking into this video, which part of, um, Gabby's million part series was it that she had the, um, the list of like five, five traits of narcissistic abuse. It was like, I don't know if it was Trisha Paytas or drama channels or what sounds like Jake is home. And I don't know if he knows that that BAP was pushed back to tonight. Um, so yeah, so I, or where, where was I with this? <sighs> the, the, the point that I brought up was that Gabby flashes these behaviors on the screen, right? This is something that so-and-so did to me. This is something that they did to me. And this is something they did to me. Checking off like all the boxes of narcissistic abuse. Um, and one of them was number three, preemptive strike. Now, surely if you've ever like made a preemptive strike does not make you a narcissist for sure. Um, but I find it ironic that she's pointing that out in other people when she does that to everybody, but she definitely did it to me. And she's, she's even said like, this was a preemptive measure, a preemptive move. She said that about Richie. Um, she's said this stuff before and that, that especially I thought was, I thought was disgusting of her because I'm like, really, you're going to go call out anybody else for making a preemptive strike. Really? Has it been over two minutes? It's been 18 minutes. Fuck you. Um, oh, just a journalist is here. I hope <laughs> did I hope you heard Taylor that I shouted out your channel. Taylor's got an awesome channel. Um, so yeah. So I was gonna talk about the I know I hate it. You hate what? I'm not in on this conversation. Chapter five, part one. <laughs> I didn't even timestamp you. <laughs> And I was just wondering which part it was like, with who who she was talking about. <laughs> you're you're over helpful. I, that's why I'm laughing because I love you so much. Like Leaf is like the sweetheart of the of the um, Patreon right now. Um, Lexi says, "One, your dress is stunning. Thank you. Two, glad I finally made your live stream. I'm glad you did too. I was hoping that by switching the days around every now and then, it's going to happen. That maybe it would allow other people who don't normally, I don't know if that's the case with you, but don't normally be, you know, aren't normally able to make it 
perhaps they can on Wednesdays. Um, show with no name says make a video saying reacting to Gabby's abusive live for the first time. Whew, and say, I know I need Gabby to text me back. It's a necessity. Otherwise there's no point in being alive. Who the first half of that, I was like, you know, it might be a good idea, but I would like, you know how people do like reading mean comments, but they have their they have their friends there. And then Gabby did the like watching mean TikToks about me that my patrons picked out for the curated the playlist for. And like, these are my friends. Um, so yeah, um, that's, that's kind of a funny idea. I thought about, okay, just a million side notes showed no name. It's funny you say that because I wondered, is it too obsessive or does it look bad or is it just too much? If I were to do my own video where I go back and I not only read you guys, all of our text messages in my tone with my context, but also give you guys just a full screen recording of the whole damn thing. And I, I wondered, I was like, mm, mm. I know, like, I know, I know people would watch that, but is that a bad look? And then <laughs> I swear I went into my phone looking for my text with Gabby. They're all gone. Don't know how I must've, I must've like, you know, swiped to the trash can. Um, at one point I was, I wondered if it was because it's been a little over a year, maybe my phone wiped a year, your like year long text messages, but has never happened with anyone else. So so, um, so that's not happening because I don't have the text. Um, I could react to the videos. The only thing is that they're so, I hate using this word for myself, but it's triggering for me. Um, you know what I should do if I'm able to 50 K is not going to be the, the mark, landmark for this because that's going to be soon. Uh, Mattia Turan says it's a sign from the universe. Exactly. No, that's exactly how we took it. Thank you. Um, I took that as like, I was like, okay, okay, God got the message loud and clear. You don't want me to do this. Um, and that's good because it's, you know, it answered my question. And although just like, uh, Ashley, I, I, I like to have receipts too, but, um, it's good not to have those to obsess over. Um, but I was just going to say, Thank you, Moonchild. You're just so sweet. I love the little cat you sent. Um, perhaps if I were able to get together with like Ashley and Amberin, even though we're all in very different parts of the world, um, or at least different parts of the Northern Hemisphere, um, that would be, I would be able to get through that. But I just, mm, maybe we could do a, like a, a girl man's podcast with the three of us, but I don't know, dude, that's, that, that scares me. And, and that's where I was going with that was that um, the clip that leaf showed me. So we're, we were talking about a preemptive strike, right? Um, that kind of behavior and leaf showed me a clip it, exactly the clip where Gabby says, I am doing this because I am doing this because she said she's going to expose me. And I'm so, so sick of like, even a year later, nobody's really saying it anymore, but I'm just like, I'm still sick of the fact that how many people were saying that I said I was going to expose Gabby. Also like this, every time I put my arms up, these sleeves go up question, how mindless is the internet? Because like, I, I talk to a lot of you guys and you guys actually have minds and like, and like we talk about receipts you guys typically like rely on receipts when an accusation is made and that's fair, right? If you're going to accuse somebody of something nefarious, especially back it up with something, right? 
Um, and to say, she said she's going to make an exposed video on me when you, girl, you're reading the text messages. It doesn't say that anywhere. Alistair, your phone, no to delete trash, wish YouTube did. Damn, Alistair, that was maybe your best zinger yet. I like that. Um, but yeah, I, uh, yeah, she said, just, um, just so you know why I'm doing this, I probably should have said this before, but I'm doing this because she said she was going to make a video exposing me. I literally never even said I was going to make a video. What I said was, and, and you can go back. I actually flashed a screenshot of those that like one of that one big, like, you know, not my last text message, but my last long text message to her. And in it, I said at the top, I was just like so kind. And I was just like, I am so kind to Gabby Hannah. <laughs> I said something like, um, you know, I, I just, I just, that stuff started to bother me more. And then I started to see things that were going on on Twitter. And then I was, was continuing to make me feel bad. And I realized that this bothers me and I don't like, I, I'd like to close this line of communication, but also I'm, I do feel like I need to explain this to my subscribers because I've been hot and cold, quiet, and now probably going to go back hot, if I'm being honest, about you. And I do think that that um, I'd like to explain to them why. Um, did not say anything about like, I'm, oh, I'm gonna expose you. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lay all your shit bare. I didn't say any of that. I was just like, I need to explain to my subscribers why this, this. Um, and that wasn't necessarily going to be in a video, probably was going to be a video, let's be real. But it might have been a community tab post. I don't, I hadn't decided yet. And that's all I said. And then right after that, I was like, I'm still going to wish for fair treatment for you. I still, um, you know, I hope this stuff with YouTube gets sorted out. I don't, I still do not support anybody mocking your mental health. Like I still stand by those things. I wish you well, but I'd just like to close this line of communication that she took to mean, um, that I'm going to expose her. So she made a preemptive strike. Uh, Cosmos Complete says, look, as gullible as I am, I always make sure there's proof before I disavow someone. What people on the internet lie? Sarcastic. Um, Morgan says, so happy I'm able to catch the VIP this week. Uh, me too. Thank you, guys. And also, Murr says, OMG, Leash, check your Discord DMs whenever you can. I noticed something in one of your Gabbiana videos that's super relevant today, by the way. You look stunning. Thank you. I'm just going to go ahead and take a stab at this since you paid me a donation. I'm going to check this out. Um, and I trust that whatever this is is safe to be read on BAP. Uh, it says, I was rewatching your video about the whole Gabby Hanna and Rachel thing. And you mentioned something that's super relevant today. You called her out for lying about the texts with Alex James, even though she literally put them on her video. She did the exact same thing with Jesse's text, accusing her of blackmail, but adding the screenshots of the conversation where she was in fact not blackmailing Gabby Hanna at all. At all. I wanted to point it out because you literally called this exact behavior months ago. Great job. Thank you. Um, Interesting. I'll have to go back and look at that. I don't know if it's too late to add that to this video, but people know now. Thank you for pointing that out. Um, who's texting me? Also, I should say Jen Dent and Jake are texting me. Um, I also should say that I was like a, a minute late because I saw that um, Rachel Oates has left me a I Well, I, she left me a comment. She Did she leave me a comment? 
She left me a comment and then I left her a comment and then she left me a reply and I was like, all right, y'all, I can be a minute late for you. Um, what was I saying? Yeah. So that was the whole thing was that, um, it's just, it felt, it, it's, it's such a really difficult place. I think especially, I don't know if this is like, I know some people are, are very like into like astrology and they're like, Oh, you know, it's because I'm this sign or blah, 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 that, um, that I am this way. But I, I do think genuinely, if you're into Myers-Briggs, I think this is a judger quality, um, uh, because we, so, and I'm not high in judging. I've actually tested perceiving once. Um, if you don't, if that means nothing to you, essentially a judger is somebody who does value order, justice, etc. And I think being a judger, it's really, really hard to sit back and be, and to watch things be unfair, um, to see people and yourself be unfairly treated. And honestly, I think that happens. I think that's the case with a lot of, um, conflict, especially in like, uh, communities. I think I'm mean, just total, total tangent. Again, I think that there like might be a lot of conflict because you have like judges and perceivers in the same room and every now and then I'm just going to go ahead and fucking call it in my community. That judger is Naley. Um, and you guys know that because if you, or if you follow Naley on Twitter, if you don't, you should. Um, but if you do follow her, you see that she'll post threads and she'll just, you know, lay it all out. Uh, Cats with Sass says, do you have any regrets about being friends with Gabby last summer? Or are you just glad that it helps to explain and give evidence to her behavior? That's a good, really good question. Nobody's ever asked me. Uh, so thank you. I'm going to be that annoying person that says I don't, I live with no regrets. And I, and I do because at the very least, it's easy to feel that way when you're, when you're in a good place in life. Um, and especially with me. Yeah, anyway, um, no, I have no regrets about that. In the end, I once I started to come to grips with like what was happening with the hate mob, I was like, especially with the help of, I'm going to go ahead and say, I don't know if he watches my videos anymore, but Matt was very helpful. Matt Z um, was very helpful. And a lot of my patrons were helpful, but Matt was really the one to be like, honestly, like if you keep your cool through this, this might just even help your channel. Um, and people are going to believe you if you, as long as you keep your cool, um, and tell your story and just tell it factually. Um, so Dr. Thembo, I'm bookmarking you. Um, there's no regret to have because I think that I didn't know what I didn't know. Um, you know, I, I am, I, I can be a harsh critic, but I wish that Amber and Naley and all of them were in the room right now to tell you that I am the first, I am the first to be overly trusting of people and to give people the benefit of the doubt. So even though I had all these complaints about Gabby Hanna in general, um, I still wanted to give her a chance and she started. And also I'm one of those people that like, I'm great with compliments and all of that. But when it comes to apologies, I don't know how to, I don't know how to act. If you apologize to me, then I kiss the ground you walk on and it sh I shouldn't be that way. It's something I need to work on. And I am, but, um, not that she, Gabby didn't apologize to me, but if you're mean to me and then you're nice to me, it's easy for me to be like, okay, this person's being nice. So, you know, I did go through the period between the phone call and the text where I was just like, I don't know how I feel about all this, but because she was so nice to me over text and because I was, a I was a fan, I was like, okay, like, there, it makes sense that, that like I would chat with this girl and that we would get along. Um, and I think Gabby Hanna is so, so entertaining when she's being nice. The problem is 
disagree with her even a little bit and you're over. She will make your life a living hell, at least for a time. And so, and I'm realizing obviously with my reaction today that I still have trauma around that. And that's the part that in a sense I regret just because I hate how it still makes me feel today um, to read those things. And so I'm going to, um, Liz, of course you're an INFJ. We've talked about this. A lot of my viewers, I think, are INFJs because INFJ, ENFJs make good best friends to INFJs, um, which I, I love that so much. I'm going to finish telling um, whatever story I was telling. I don't even remember now. Judgers, fairness. Um, Dr. Thembo says, message late but was away from the phone. The note about preemptive strike gave such clarity regarding the abhorrent treatment inflicted by my partner's ex upon the two of us always knew they were insecure as fuck. Yeah. It's an interesting thing to know. It's really interesting that it was Gabby Hannah that noted it, you know? Um, oh yeah. I was explaining why I'm dressed, dressed up. <laughs> Did I miss any? Um, I don't think I missed any super chats. So um, where was I? So Leaf showed me this clip that said, I, you know, I'm doing this because she said she was going to expose me. And what I wanted to do, and, and one of the things, and I really hate this, and I'm glad that I, that I was able to make this point pretty succinctly in my last video. I don't know if it's going to come up in my next video, but I did make a point that like, something about Twitter, um, just about, oh, just about how Gabby Hanna, um, you know, gets so hung up on, we've talked about this a lot, on technicalities, on verbiage and et cetera. And I was just calling her out and being like, the reason people are frustrated with you is because we're talking about a sentiment that you are not, you're not owning up to these sentiments. So you get, you, you can catch, if you get just like a participle wrong or something like that, she'll be like, nope, that didn't happen. I didn't say that when in fact she really did, you know? Um, so I, I wondered, like she said, that I said that she, that I said I was going to expose her. And I was like, I really don't think I said that. I really don't think I said anything like that. But, um, and the other thing too, oh, the other thing too is, um, you know, like if I don't say your name publicly, then you have nothing, you can't, you know, you out yourself. That's it. She told me a lot um, is that I started tweeting about it. I didn't need to start tweeting about it. It's because I tweeted about it. I put up a little notepad, um, not an apology, but just a notepad note up and shared um, some of those uh, DMs with, with Jim. Um, and I was going to look back to see if there was anything I said that day that could be in any way construed as I'm going to expose Gabby in a video. And I asked, um, thanks to Meigs. Meigs is really good because I was trying to like use a search function and all that. And Meigs was like, these are the only things that you tweeted the, that day around that time. There was nothing else. And it was really just like, Hey guys, I'm aware that Gabby is live streaming about me right now. I'm go, I, you know, this is really difficult. I'm going to gather myself before I tell my side of the story. Just please trust that like these things, like I didn't do anything wrong. Um, I would have to double check to see what, she, what I actually said. But, um, but then in searching for those, um, tweets, I was seeing people talk, um, 
a year ago, over a year ago. And like even one person, I I noticed, I almost responded and I was like, don't, don't, this is a year old, leave it, leave it alone. I noticed there was a thread. And of course, you know, sometimes you start at the bottom of the thread and you're like, wait, what are they, what are they talking to? What are they responding to? And like this one person said something like da, 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 da. You know, I'm sure that Alicia, Alicia's a good person. So I'm sure she doesn't mean to blah, 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 blah. But, and so I was like, okay, so this person at least is like, somewhat reasonable about like how good I am, you know? Um, but then I scroll up to the top and his, his primary, um, first tweet or reply was something like, well, you were the one who said that you were going to make an exposed video. So you started this shut up. And I'm like, shut up. How is it that you can talk about people like being good or starting this or that and think it's okay to tell people to shut up? Um, that was messed up. But um, yeah, it's just that kind of brings me back to the question of like, how is it that this much? And I guess it's just like at the time people were fans of Gabby Hanna and her friends, right? So it's easy to um, believe somebody without receipts. But like, how much, how is it so easy for the internet just to buy this bullshit with absolutely nothing to back up? especially when Gabby and I provided you the receipts ourselves. What? I mean, of course, I didn't see a ton of that after the 20th, which is when I uh, put out my video. Um, but I was a little bit sad to see that there was like at least one person in there um, that like at times that uh, like, has been nice to me. And um, I'm not saying any names, but like I almost arranged a meet and greet because that person was nearby. Um and it's just, I, I got to be honest with you, you guys that play both sides, like, I appreciate it when you're nice, but sometimes, like, when you get it wrong, you get it really wrong sometimes. Um, that's all I'll say, is when you try to, when you just try to, you know, play two sides with, like, opposing factions. Colin says, she talks a, a lot about assuming she's talking about you when she does the same all the time, everywhere, all the time, huh? You look great, by the way. Thank you. Um, is that just what a yellow heart looks like on, um, on the blue flag or whatever? Interesting. Um, it's funny because the, um, there was actually only one time that I firmly believe Gabby Hanna was talking about me, um, where she claims that like, that, I, oh, people think I'm talking about that, of course. And then she won't name my name when she says, of course, somebody's narcissistic to think enough to think that it was about them. But like, <laughs> I can't prove that it was about me, but I can prove that she was lying about what she was talking about because she was like, it was about Frey Brittany, obviously. And then somebody was like, okay, then why is it that the first, <laughs> why is it that the first comment on that tweet was something like, they're just jealous because they'll never have the success that you have. This is, oh, this is while I was like, it was like my first BAP or something like that. And so we were talking about Gabby Hanna. That's right. It was one of the first BAPs we were talking about Gabby. I think it was BAP. It was a live something. And, or, no, BAP started here. This was in DC. I don't remember what, what sparked it, but she tweeted something like, I wish I could harass people the way they harass me. And it's like, we're not fucking harassing you, bitch. Sorry. Um, but that was proverbial bitch, colloquial bitch. Um, 
But uh, yeah, she was like, I wish I could harass them. The way oh, but my audience doesn't care about them nearly as much as their audience cares about me. And I'm like, ah, you. If this is about me, oh wow, I've never heard anything more untrue in my life. Your audience cares about me more than they care about you. Um, but then, and I tweeted something like that, and then she was like, that was about free Britney, but surely someone is narcissistic enough to think that it's about them. Funny part, funny thing is that we have a, a whole uh, chapter dedicated to subtweets in this next video. Um, but yeah, she said it was about free Britney, but the first comment was, you know, they're, they're just jealous because they don't, they'll never have the success you have. And Gabby's response was, I know, LOL. So tell me, <laughs> please tell me, uh, fan who said that, Gabby, Gabby stands, anybody here? Because let me see, do I have any dislikes? Oh, I can't see that yet. Um, but um, Camille Chippewa, we've got a Chippewa square here in, in Savannah. It's the Forest Dump Square. Um, yeah, please tell me in what context, for one, when you're like, oh, I wish I could, I could harass them the way they harass me. Please tell me that when you're talking about a free Britney, when you're making a free Britney tweet, when is it appropriate that the response is, um, yeah, people are just jealous because they'll never be as successful as you? I know, right? Like, what? Also, define success because I would argue that I'm far more successful than you. Um, seven dislikes according to your screen. Come on, stands, let us know. Come on, I got a lot of questions. And and I there's part of me that wants to be like, Stand, like one of you stands, if you're just willing to explain things to me, um, or Gabby Hanna herself, somebody explain to me, where did I say that I was going to expose you? Where is it that anybody said anything about exposing you that you guys are buying so freely? Um, so that was, that was all to say, um, it was really upsetting to go back and, and read a lot of those tweets. Of course, you know, we saw this with Creepshow Art. Um, that before I made my video, a lot of people, well, even Creepshow was going on after I made my video. Before I made my video, I, um, of course, people didn't know what to believe because they only heard what Gabby was saying. So um, I, I have to grant the general audience some, some clemency from, you know, the time before I put out my video. But it was still hard. It was still really hard to see all of those people saying like, well, Hello, Leash deserves it because she threatened to expose. She threatened to expose. She threatened to expose. I found that so many times. So that's when I was like, motherfuckers, I am going to find the most over the top thing that I have. Like, I don't, not in my closet in general, but I have like a cache of like clothes that I've bought for BAPs that, um, that I haven't worn yet. So I was like, I'm going to go with the one that's like the most, the most, you know, and that's, uh, that took me 42 minutes to explain why I'm wearing this dress. Uh, three more people literally disliked. That's fine. That's fine. They can interact and give me the engagement. They, I mentioned the stands, so they give me. Um, just don't, don't leave any comments, stands, because you know what's gonna, that's going to do. It's going to up my engagement. Um, but thank you for being here, because you can't undo a like. You can't undo, a, or I'm sorry, you can't undo a view, especially on a live stream, because you can't. <laughs> so thank you, Taylor. I just saw your message. Of course, you're eating steaks, say Jack. Hashtag water gang. I wonder if there are other people. Thank you, Sylvia. I wonder if there are other people in the audience who genuinely, like, 
I don't know if I'm superstitious just a little bit or, or if I'm just like, I need to stick to what I perceive as promises. But like whenever anybody says hashtag water gang, I always take a sip of water no matter what. And I'm wondering if there's anybody else out there who does the same. I've got some TMJ pain too. Um, the most mostiest Jake's baby cake says, your name should be my name. That should be my name. Can we share that one? Um, I need to pull up the emails that I wanted to read that I wasn't able to get to last week. And then also I got a really interesting DM that, um, in fact, I might want to read that one first. Um, just, I've noticed that a lot of you guys are kind of entering, um, what we call in my Patreon hashtag. No, thanks. Um, we call it hashtag speculation nation. Wait, I've got another notification. Hey guys, are you tagging me on something? Is there something that I missed? Just so you guys know, anytime. Oh, it's just Brie telling me that my thumbnail looks amazing. Thank you. Um, just know that. Okay. I'll, anyway, um, you always sip, Christina. Thank you. I'm glad to hear that. Um, thank you, Gar Gardial. Um, it's okay. I already saw it leave. Um, I've noticed that. So in, in our Patreon, like we make it a point to point out when we're like speculating about stuff, just like I do in my videos and we go like, okay, speculation nation here. And I've noticed that I've been getting some emails that are very much like the audience kind of entering speculation nation. And it's really interesting. It's really interesting to hear people's theories on why people, why certain people are behaving in certain ways but they're like theories that, I, that we haven't heard. You keep, keep hearing the same canned things from every, like, I hate, I don't want to rag on my fellow commentary tea and drama channels. Um, but sometimes, you know, you can only watch so many of them before you're hearing the same stuff over and over again. So that's why I do like the, the theories and the speculations, as long as we don't go too far with them. Um, and I've been getting emails where people really just kind of like, tell me what their theories are on different things. This wasn't a theory. This one was um, more of an observation. And I think it really um, deserves, it deserves to be noted. So um, somebody named Deb on Twitter reached out to me. I'm going to read her DMs about this situation. So she said, hello, I've been a subscriber for a bit now. I love the way you speak. I know DMs isn't the best way isn't the way to read to message you just so you guys know. Yeah. Cause I have to, I rarely open a DM. Um, but this is something I just wanted to say, even if it, it's to the void, this is something that bothered me the most. I don't know if you spoke about this in your last BAP. I still haven't managed to catch up. So much has happened, but in Gabby's Gabby, but in Gabby's video on Jesse, the one thing that bothered me the most to my core was not even what she said. It's the way she said it. And she goes on to say, the kindness and softness with which she spoke about Curtis disturbed me the most. It was just so nice. Um, the tone, her affliction, you mean affection, I think maybe, um, her body language, the words she chose. How can anyone be so polite and nice when talking about an assailant? That freaked me out the most. Sorry for dumping my feelings on you but that disturbed me the most, the softness in her voice when talking about an R-wordist. Anyway, love your videos. Wishing the best for you. Thank you, Deb. I love you back. I mean, you love my videos. You didn't say you love me, but still, 
me and my videos, we love you. And also I saw Estefania. Thank you for the sticker, Estefania. And um, RC Boxley, how does Jesse feel about you talking about their complicated relationship? Um, as far as I know, Jesse's, Jesse's fine. I mean, this was all this. Um, Jesse knows that people are going to talk about this. Jesse and I were talking about um, Jesse and I were talking about this well before Jesse released her video. I do. I, 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 I don't get upset when people say things like stop talking about this. Let Jesse blah, blah, blah. I, um, I don't, I don't hold it against anyone for looking out for Jesse, right? Because she probably more than anybody in this situation deserves to be looked out for. She, no, she is like her and may, arguably the baby in, in her belly is the most important, right? So it's a sentiment that does not bother me at all, but keep in mind that, you know, Jesse and I are not best friends, but we're friends enough to where like we text each other on a semi-regular basis. And I'm definitely reaching out to her when I'm making a video that mentions her. And if, you know, if she's putting out a video that's relative to YouTube stuff and she's feeling a certain way, she reaches out to get my opinion on these things. So just roll with the assumption because I'm telling you now, so it's not an assumption anymore, but roll with the assumption each time that I've talked to Jesse about these things. Um, and I, I will say that, uh, Jesse, Jen and Alex all expressed to me that they really enjoyed my video last night, last night, Monday, Monday. And so I, um, I really appreciated that. Um, Oh, I see where Taylor said that well, this is when she's talking about blackmail. And she's like, yeah. And she's just like, it's not like I'm saying do this and or else I'm going to do this. And she's like, well, <laughs> actually, that's what it is. <laughs> so like, ugh, you are as horrible as you're trying to make yourself not sound. Um, also, just like one of the things I'm so glad I pointed out, I'm so glad that Jesse pointed out, which I'm I, the, the editing makes me, gives me the impression that it might've been something that Lily noticed. Um, but what, what how Jesse put in her video, Gabby on her live stream where she's like <laughs> that live stream where she's just on her knees on her bed um, saying like, you know, like scroll, scroll and scroll and scroll and see where I start drama. Mm -hmm. And then she says that people started a rumor that, um, that Gabby Hanna, defended her best friend's R-wordist, uh, uh, left her best friend for her R-wordist. And it's like, oh, mm, mm, mm. I caught a, did you catch a correction there? Cause I heard that. I wonder if anybody else, um, I wonder if anybody else, um, notice. Oh yeah. RC, sorry about that. If it wasn't clear that I do, thank you. Maybe, maybe it's honestly because I didn't thank you that it probably was unclear that I was addressing what you were saying. Um, I appreciate your, your, uh, super chat and yeah, the, the whole part where I was talking about me and Jesse being friends and actually talking about these videos, her videos and mine, not, she doesn't consult me with every video. Um, but when it is something that might be a commentary piece, she does sometimes ask my opinion. Um, and when it is going to be something about her, I talk to her about it. So, uh, to answer your question, you have to rewind, um, or, you know, go back and watch it later. Um, I wouldn't want you to get caught, uh, behind. Um, so yeah, let's see what other emails I have. 
while I have a moment. Because last time you guys were really, um, and I'm not complaining, super chat uh, happy. And I think everybody was just really fired up about this topic um, that I didn't get to um, any emails that I received. Um, oh, no. That's not the email I meant to open. Um, okay. And of course, I've received a few more emails here and there regarding Gabby and Jesse, but this is just what I had collected up until last week, last week's BAP. October says Gabby did all this because Jesse decided not to be friends anymore. Imagine breaking off a friendship and the person does this to you. October, thank you for pointing that out. And maybe I, I don't know how, how to you guys the emails are, and we'll get to them, but, um, the other thing too is like we were talking about speculation nation. Now you just kind of got things, some of the cogs turning. One person said, I want to get back to what you said. One person said, I wonder if Gabby, I don't know if I shared this with you guys. I thought it was really super interesting because Trisha has expressed that they have BPD. This person said something like, I, Oh, I think I did say it in my video. I did. I was that coming in my next video. I don't know. If so, you guys get a preview. This person said something along the lines of, I think because Trisha has expressed that they have BPD, that Gabby may be projecting her mommy issues onto Trisha. And that might explain why it's so important to her that Trisha accept her and admit that they were friends at least at one point, because it might be like a, a mommy thing. Uh, Jean says, did anyone else feel what Gabby Hanna was wearing in her Jesse exposed video was so weirdly inappropriate because her bra when we're talking about her about, yeah, I don't, I will say I thought it was a cute outfit. Um, I do think that she needs to, uh, the one before that where she had to keep putting the filter over her, like, sorry, it's the mom in me. It is my mom existing through me that um the way my mom like if i'm ever adjusting my clothes in in public my mom or if anybody is adjusting their clothes my mom would be like why don't you just wear shorts that fit you you know so like that's kind of the thought i had is like if you have to keep putting filter over your chest then maybe you should wear a full shirt um i thought about that um tisha licia said got my child tax credit today so sp spreading the money hey thank you um so going back to what October said about um, there was another theory that somebody said that they think that Jesse, um, that Gabby explained, she displayed the behavior of an R word apologist, right? We've established that um, in 2014 or right when the TMZ article um, broke, she behaved in, in an R word apologist way, then apologized to Jesse and Jesse forgave her. And this person theorized that because the rest of the internet did not forgive Gabby, particularly when they had a falling out, because then, you know, at one point you can at least be like, okay, I'm forgiving you because Jesse did. But then it's like, if you're not friends with Jesse and you're talking shit about Jesse, then like, I don't need to forgive you for what you did. And, or I can still recognize you for as a, an R word apologist. And so this person was basically saying that they think that the, this fight with Jesse is less about their friendship 
or their relationship, whatever kind of relationship they have, and more about her wanting Jesse to scrub her image for her. Because that apology that she gave Jesse didn't clean up, did not do away with all of the R word apology, um, you know, talk around Gabby's name. So I thought that was a really interesting theory. And October, what you noticed, I did too. I realized that, holy shit, what is the one thing that I'm noticing is a trend in a lot of these situations, right? She believed she was friends with Trisha Paytas and Trisha said, we are not. Um, she, I, you know, I, I didn't realize that it wasn't a fight that ended their friendship. It was Jesse that ended their friendship with Gabby. It wasn't that Gabby and I decided, got into a fight and then blocked each other. I said, Gabby, I don't want to talk to you anymore. And um, I think that this girl has, I think she gets rejected a lot. And I'm sure that that is a really, really shitty feeling. I've heard Dr. Kirk talk about um, just the uh, sense of anxiety that it gives a normal person. I say normal person, meaning like if you don't have any disorders that might contribute more to this. I try not to use that word, um, but just your average person, because, you know, we grew, we evolved from, and, and we're still kind of tribe animals, but um, because we rely on tribes, on our people, right? We take care of each other. That's what we're meant to do. And I think that um, that's why we foster such a sense of community around here. And we love it so much is because we look out for each other. So the sense of being rejected goes back to our primal feeling of this means I'm going to die. Um, it's like the same mechanism in your brain. And if there are any mental health professionals in the audience, please tell me if I'm right or wrong. <laughs> um, but that made a lot of sense to me. And so to think that for somebody that may have personality disorders or traits or any other disorders that might amplify that feeling, um, that could make a lot of sense as to why Gabby behaves the way she does. It's just that like, girl, you're making it so much worse. You're making it so much worse. The way you behave every time somebody rejects you is just making more people want to reject you. And I think that um, this is all just even further um, confirmed by what other people are coming out with, with Gabby's series that is not going, I think, how she thought it would go. So with like Joey Graceffa and Daniel Prada coming forward to say, okay, I'm now that Gabby's brought up the whole uh, escape the night thing, the thing that we were keeping under wraps that nobody was talking about. Now people are coming forward and saying like, nope, we asked you to leave, like blah, 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 you know, goodbye. So I wonder like if that's causing her to just act out in the worst of ways. And it's like, Gabby, I really do. Like I'm going back to my, my, my feelings of like wanting better for you. Gabby, it doesn't need to be this way. Like I don't like, I dislike you so much but I still, there's part of me that cares about Gabby that I want to be like, Gabby, it doesn't need to be this way. And that's what I, that's what I predicated my, my whole channel on was, uh, was just this like want my, you know, my first video that went big for my, for me relative to my channel size. I just, I, I saw a girl that I liked and I wanted better for, and she was fucking up. And that's where this all came from. Uh, Bianca, uh, I had you. Bianca says, currency conversion hurts. <laughs> Thank you. Cause I'm over here like, mm, is that Russian? You have no idea how much that is, but thank you. Um, say Jack. 
Brittany's been approved to hire her own lawyer. What up? Like, why was that ever not a thing? That's so dumb. Um, that's awesome. Thank you for making that announcement. Thank you for paying to be our headlines. <laughs> and Lindsay Melissa just made a donation just because. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I also appreciate SS um, saying the wild thing about Gabby Hanna. And honestly, a lot of online personalities, this is all they have to say is, I messed up and I'm sorry. And it'd be, oh, and it'd end there. Yes. What was the one thing more recently where it was just like, she just could not say, I messed up and let it be. I'm wondering if I'm it's if it's the whole, you know, um teenager in the video thing. I wonder if it was that. Like why she can't just be like, yeah, I made a mistake. Guys, can we move on from it? Because I don't think anybody cared to go on and on about that. And Sajak made a really good point because Gabby, for going back to that story, um, Gabby, you know, she just hates drama channels because they talk about her and make really good, important points about her. And she was trying to find, I think, any sort of cop out to get back at drama channels. And so I think she used a morning mother. I think she manipulated a morning mother to get on her and got on her good side when she needed to make an apology and it needed to end there. She really shouldn't have, in my opinion, reached out personally to her. But if she, if the mom appreciates that, great. But it really should have started and ended with, hey, I made a big mistake. And I am so sorry for it. And this is what I'm doing to rectify it. Done. Done. The reason drama channels talked about it is because for two or three weeks, that shit just stayed up on the internet. And we're like, this is not okay. You just like casually had this article about this really serious matter. And now people are going to go looking for this. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? So like, no, that's not on drama channels. Now I'm just ranting. <laughs> YouTube viewer says, Gabby Hanna says her and Curtis weren't friends, but they hung out and talked a lot. Gabby Hanna fights hard about being friends with Trisha, but never actually, they never actually hung out. I think that Gabby um, is or was much closer to Curtis than she's let on. I don't know that for a fact. Um, it's speculation nation. Maddie says, I love your nail. Cool colors. Thank you guys. I keep saying, please. Tell Ohora Vanity Table that I need a sponsorship because every week I come. Actually, these are the um, nails that I had in my two videos, my two most recent videos, or like the one that I put out and then the one coming up. But it's actually those um, that company where it's the gel strips that you cure with the little UV light. I couldn't do jam berries when that was a thing because if you can see, my nails are very curved. In the jam berry world, they call them baseball, um, baseball fingernails or baseball method or something like that. Hey, Logan, can't stay, but just wanted to say, I think you're pretty great and look very fancy today. Okay, okay, bite. <laughs> Thank you, Logan. Logan's one of my new favorites. Um, I said, I had a really hard time typing in Discord last night. I was messing up left and right while I was getting roasted by my patrons. And so I was like, bye, but then I typed it BYT, bye. Thank you for saying I look fancy. It's fun to be fancy every now and then. And I think people, I think people don't do it enough because people are afraid to come across as like ostentatious or just silly or like, um, or maybe because people just don't like, or are not the best at handling attention. But I really think, uh, first of all, I got this from my dad. Absolutely. My dad, um, 
I'm, maybe one of these days I'll share photos of him, but just the way that he dresses and he goes through different phases. He used to go through phases where he wore a suit everywhere. He was Barney Stinson. Uh, he wore a white suit to take us to the zoo. He wore a suit when he came to help me move uh, when I was moving from one apartment to another. And then, um, then he wanted to do Victorian suits. And I said, okay, I'll make, I worked at Trunk Club and I was like, I'll make you a Victorian suit if you'll let me make you um, a, like a very like 1940s outfit. So I made him an outfit with like high-waisted wide leg pants with like a looser shirt with like a big lapel. Um, and I don't know how his Victorian suit turned out, um, but that now he's totally in his like fancy cowboy phase he's living in Colorado and skiing every day and he wears like a duster with a cowboy hat while he skis every day and this is my dad guys <laughs> so my dad has always been one for like he's always had a flair for fashion he's never really cared what anybody else thinks that's what I love about my dad and that's where I think I get that from um but he's a marine he's a retired marine so I'm just imagine the kind of hell that he gets from the people he works with you know like retired marines I've I've heard them talk to him and they're just like they'll they'll say things like things that are very offensive that I'm not going to repeat but they just like will make fun of him for being like fancy and ostentatious and I'm just like and he just does his thing. My dad's social skills are like not average and I love him for it so much. He's such an entertaining and interesting person. Um, Lindsay Melissa said, neurotypical is the language you're looking for from before, LOL. Thank you. I wasn't sure if that also though, um, I wasn't sure that that the whole rejection thing and the amplification of those feelings was necessarily specific to neurology or if that could be a psychology thing. It's, it's so difficult. Um, but thank you for that too. Love that dirty water says that awkward moment, your tweet calling Curtis Lepore's statement out for lies so badly ratios, it ends up deleting it. PS not sorry about it. Wait, were you the one that, um, well, he was deleting a lot of his, a lot of his tweets. I do remember I left a comment on, I didn't ratio him, but I don't think, but I did leave a comment. And then I noticed like when I went go, to go back and, and like look at the updates, I saw that it was deleted. And then I posted uh, a compilation of Tommy Wiseau laughing, going, <laughs> oh my God, you guys, the first time I uploaded it, what I did was I found an, <laughs> I found a compilation on YouTube and I just like took the link and I just like did that as my reaction. And then I was showing Jake, I was like, look at this fire response. And he was like, oh, and we were laughing along with it. And the last second of that compilation was the scene in, in uh, the room where he puts the gun in his mouth. And I was like, oh my God, I just tweeted that. So I deleted it right away and I uploaded without that part. And that's just a little anecdote for y'all. Uh, let me read another email asked me to take care of her. Wait, mine was that reached 1000 likes that prompted his freaking out in the first place in all caps. She didn't ask me to take care of her. Oh, I don't know if I know exactly. To be fair. Oh, I see some new uh, patrons coming in, you guys. I'm not sure what, what I said that prompted that, but I'm so excited to meet all you guys or to get to know you better. We've had just one, two, three, four, I think five people since this started. Um, yeah, I, I thankfully kind of like 
just in you know sometimes when you naturally like drift away from twitter sometimes maybe maybe if maybe i was having too much fun with my life maybe it was because my mom was visiting but um yeah i kind of drifted away from twitter and didn't know what was going on so then i posted an snl quote that was just a bobby moynihan quote and then people are like ah leash why would you say something like that nobody could figure out what it meant (laughs) but at the same time people were like this doesn't seem like you. Have you been hacked? Are you being trolled? And it was like, guys, no, it was just an SNL quote. I'm sorry, I'll take it down. But I guess because Curtis was um, tweeting so much that day that it had people like legitimately on edge and and rightfully so they expected me to be in on it because I'm, I'm up to date on all this stuff usually. Nikki Grimm says, any thoughts on her post on OnlyFans? As a pattern, it fits descriptions of a depressive episode after a manic one, and I felt bad. And then I felt worse because it might be, might all just be lies again. Um, Nikki, I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, if anybody in the chat, especially a patron that can tag me, knows, can give context, of course, don't share uh, OnlyFans content. But I also wouldn't want Nikki to um, have to um, pay again to explain that. Or you can, you can, um, explain and then tag me. Maybe I'll see that. Um, I'd be interested to know what you're referring to. Thank you for the donation too. Elise Couture says, love how articulate you are with your thoughts. Thank you. Also, water game. I will oblige. Especially because it helps me for, because I do, because I'm talking for two hours. Uh, dog killers back on YouTube. Those people are weird. Also, I'm pretty sure that my magnetic eyelash is like falling off hi guys we're live shit happens live um no i don't know what the only fans um here's the thing i probably would have out of curiosity paid for her only fans if it were like five dollars but legitimately, <laughs> legitimately, I, I made the joke that like I searched for gabby hannah on only fans and then saw how much it cost and then decided to search corinna cop <laughs> and um they were the same price and i was like yeah if i'm gonna pay for anybody's only fans just because i'm so curious as to what kind of content they're putting up i'd be more likely to look at somebody like corinna who just like just does a good job at taking she's just really good at thirst traps she's just so good at it um and uh gabby i don't think i'm gonna say what my those were patreon thoughts to say what what I initially thought of of her pictures that she was posting, as far as that, from what I've heard is just like the same stuff she was posting on Twitter and Instagram. Um, so I'm not sure, uh, Nikki, if you're typing or if you got a chance or if anybody. I, I do see that I have a, been tagged on Patreon, so I'm gonna check it out. Um, thank you, Jazz. Um, oh, posted a, a poem. Is it is it an S word bait? Honestly, um, eating poorly, sleeping lightly, thinking violently. I don't know if I should read this or if this is a trigger thing. Um, I'm dizzy. I'm tired. Painting. There's paint all over me still. My fingernails, maybe on my sheets. And my sheets are fresh, and my laundry is done. But my sheets are fresh, and my laundry is done. I almost feel like that's like letting us know something. Like, hey guys, I'm not being sloppy anymore. I had some donuts for breakfast. I don't know why I do that. I always feel like shit after. Do you dip your donuts in coffee? I tried it for the first time this morning. I get it. I guess I woke up from the sound of someone banging on my bedroom door. Of course, it wasn't real. 
but it didn't quite feel like a dream. Wow, it's almost noon. I've been up for over two hours already. That doesn't seem quite right. What did I, you know, that's interesting. Um, thank you, Nikki, for bringing that up. I, hold on, I'll give you my armchair psychology once I check what my mod is saying to me. Leaf, can we hold off on the compliment? Like, right, Leaf was the one to be like, no big deal to what Bree said. Like, don't check your Patreon notifications right now because it's not a big deal. Then Leaf sends me a compilation of Jeff Goldblum laughing for 10 hours. I'm only going to recognize your your DM if it's going to be content for my uh, BAP viewers. <laughs> um, but going back to uh, the, the, the point that Nikki brought up, I don't know... Um, I don't know enough about uh, manic and depressive episodes, though what I do know about bipolar, and there are people out there who know this way better than I do, but I have wondered too. I'm like, why is why has that um, diagnosis not been one that she's really talked about? Um, because people do, I've heard so many people, people who don't even aren't existing like on Twitter and social media saying like, hey, because like I said, people from her life reach out to me and they're like, uh, it looks like Gabby's having like a manic episode. And I will say to what you said, Nikki, this poem or, or whatever this is that she wrote, it's, it does have like a somber tone to it. And that's sad, but it almost to me sounded like waking up, like waking up to reality a little bit, you know, like I think that it is, dare I say a good sign? I mean, it's not, it's, it's, it's not what some people were worried about and we hadn't heard, heard from her. So I didn't know if perhaps she was 5150 or what, like legitimate worry, not worry, uh, but, but concern and wonder. Cassidy Miller says, glad to watch you live. Yay. I'm working on an art commission and it's nice to have a BAP to listen to while I work. Well, I'm so sorry that I hit my mic, but I'm so glad that I can provide you something to listen to. Thank you for the donation there. Um, that whatever she wrote and posted, if we call it a poem or whatever, it sounds a lot more attached to reality than we've seen Gabby Hanna in the past. How long has this been going on? Two or three, two months, three months. Um, you know, it's, it's quite a departure from I deserve this and I'm dancing and I'm crossing my eyes and Rachel Oates is a, is a bitch and Angelica Oles is a twisted bitch and Oscar Wilde is a pussy ass bitch and everybody's every kind of bitch. And I'm just, I'm the baddest bitch. And my, my ex, my boyfriend left me, but he's my best, my fucking best, best fucking friend, dude, or whatever she said, just really did not seem and, and just like, oh, Jesse is speaking out, of course, because Jesse is this way and I'm in the right here. And it's almost just like a lot of people said that if Jesse came out with a video like she did, Alistair says Gabby can't be forgiven after she defended Curtis. Don't blame you. Um, of course, like the irony there is that you're pretty unforgiving of some people. And there's some people where I'm like, well, I am, but um, we're all entitled to our opinions. Um, and so on this one, I agree with you. Um, you know, people were saying if Jesse comes out with a video, it's really going to end things for Gabby is what a lot of people prophesy. And I wasn't sure. And it really did seem like the whole internet for two or three months was basically begging Gabby Hanna to cut it out. 
Like, sure, we were talking about it. Sure, it's entertaining to an extent. But to see her really at the heart of all of this was her abusing people is what she's been doing. And I think so many of us just wanted that to stop. Stop. And plus, like a lot of people, not just for feeling for other people, but were personally triggered by some of the some of the tones, some of the things she was saying. So everybody was just begging her to stop. And you know, Jesse doesn't come out and say much, but she did in this case, and Gabby stopped. So it's like, wow, Jesse does actually hold a good bit of power. And, and good for her for, in a sense, for speaking as seldomly as she does, because then when she does, it's very powerful. You know, it's Jesse is a very quiet person for Gabby to act like she's always causing problems. So um, <clears throat> honestly, Nikki, that's my initial response. And to all of you, that's my initial response to that is that this maybe looks like a good sign. It's one of those things where it's like, you know, it's almost like, you're worried because somebody is drunk, right? Like this is, a this is the first thing that came to mind. I have better analogies exist, I'm sure. But then you see them the next morning and they have a hangover. And of course, that's not good either. They're not in a good place either. But at least you know that maybe they are coming out of that thing that was worrisome. So um, hopefully that means that things will change. Um, I don't know. Yeah, um, if anybody is, if we're talking about, I, I'd rather, um, you know, we talk about mental health sometimes, and this is why I don't, I shouldn't have brought a bipolar. I'd rarely bring up different um, diagnoses to speculate about, um, but we try not to do that around here, um, but certainly when it comes to substances, I just don't want to go there. Um, honestly, I've said this before, I'll talk about that stuff in private conversations um, with like patrons and my friends and stuff like that. It's totally fine behind closed doors, but on a public platform. And there's a difference if, if for the seven Gabby fans out there, <clears throat> excuse me, there's a big difference between the things that people say in private and what should stay private versus what's going public. And I, I made that point in my video. I talked about Gabby's obsession with what's public versus what's private which I think this is a good point to talk about that. Mary Margaret says regarding private versus public issue. Are we having a jinx moment? Cause I just started talking about that. I've noticed that abusers will say just enough publicly provoking their victim to respond so they can play, then play the victim. Honestly, you may not have been talking about me at all. Oh, thanks for the Bob hearts. Um, you may not be talking about me at all, Mary, but holy shit. Is that like, validating to me because it, it it drives you crazy for somebody to do the things like to go online and and to not name you but to put plenty of information hurtful information out there lies whatever and it be enough to where people can figure it out it's you right and and then if you say anything and like I said in my video you've outed yourself I didn't say your name I didn't say I didn't make it public and that's why so many people, Trisha, Jesse, me, Jen, so many people are just like, ah, you're making me crazy because you do this shit. And then you go, I didn't make it public. I didn't make it public. I didn't. Jesse, don't you, don't you realize that you're doing this all on your own? Huh? And Trisha is saying, please don't talk about my sexual health publicly. Like the <laughs> sexual health and sexual assault, like 
is it, how is that like a concept that Gabby can't get through her head that like, if people say like, please stop talking about this thing that is personal to me, stop fucking talking about it, dude. Like that's not yours to talk about. My God. Um, in a lovely dream says it made me feel sick when Gabby attacked Jesse for how her essay affected Gabby. Same. There was no empathy for what she survived. Only victim blaming. Yeah. It's the, I, and I hope that I put enough of those clips in my video where she's she says, she says a lot of things about like how this has been for me. And even in my video, I noted that um, when she's talking about why she proposed sex to Richie, she was just like crying. And she was like, I wish you're going around telling people that I tried to fuck your ex-boyfriend. And like, I wish that I could just go to people and let them know the reason that I needed to do that was to feel something good about myself and to feel like I was taking my power back. And Jesse said, Gabby, I understand. And for that reason alone, I believe that Jesse Smiles is a saint, a fucking saint, because I could never, I could never with anybody who tried to fuck my ex-boyfriend. Like, I don't care if I, it doesn't matter if I don't care about him anymore, but a move like that, I've said already, there's a certain friend code that, that uh, carries over when you're not friends anymore. So if you're the kind of person to do something like that, you're shitty. Liz says, does anyone think the series will continue? I think she's just editing the hell out of the rest and or adding even more to it. Maybe legal made her quiet. Maybe. Um, I actually started to, I suspected that she was, well, she said she was re-editing the Jesse videos and I suspected that she was taking time to try um, to edit the Jesse chapters or whatever to make Jesse look bad in light of this new, and I, I don't think that she was able to do it, but then it's been going on for a while now that she hasn't said much. So maybe it's, Maybe she, maybe she was going too hard. Perhaps the situation with Jesse, just like, let's not talk about mental health diagnoses, but maybe like this like high that she was on. Ugh, that sounds like I'm talking about drugs, but like, you know, this high energy that she was giving off, perhaps the, the stuff with Jesse just really just hit her too hard. And maybe she's knocked down and maybe she's waking up to reality. It's the only thing that I can think. Um, but to the private versus public thing, what was I saying about that? Um, oh, I do think that there is there are certain things that should remain private when they're when they're said privately. Um, I, I I do want to talk about this, and I don't know that I really ever have on my channel. Here and there, I have. Um, I don't know if you guys know. Some of you know that I don't really read my YouTube comments. Um, I will typically read uh, the first slew of them that come in in the first couple of hours. Um, May says, I've been watching too many crime docs. I'm speculating that she's getting off on re-victimizing the people she's hurt. Oof. That's one to file away for speculation nation. Um, that's an interesting one. I, I think to a degree, I said this in my video, that I think that Gabby is hurting um, for sure. And I know that people that hurt people hurt people, but like to take it a step further, to be really like, I don't think Gabby has a concept of like, this is the right way to get justice. This is the right way to seek fairness. Instead, I think it's just, I'm hurt and that person needs to hurt too. Especially if in her mind she can say I'm hurt and it's because of something that person did, then it's very Machiavellian. I, that person needs to hurt, however that is. 
And I think that that's the mindset that she has, whether or not she gets off on re-victimizing people. I don't know. Um, but for sure, I think that if she's feeling something, some type of way about somebody, then she wants to make them feel some type of way too. I think that, um, private versus public. I, I have told you guys that I don't really read my comments. Um, I got that tip, I think from H3. And I also heard Joe Rogan say that I know I'm not a big, I'm not a Joe Rogan fan at all, but he did say early on, you know, he's got the, you know, like one of the most successful podcasts. And he said that like, that doesn't read the, the comments and that's kind of how he, you know, keeps his head on straight for what that means for Joe Rogan. Um, but for H3, you guys know that I'm a fan of Ethan and Ela. And they said, and I love the way they put it. They said that they don't read the comments and the way Ethan said it, I love this so much. You are not meant to hear the conversations that are had about you. And I think that's so true. If somebody is going to say something about you that you need to hear, that you should hear, then they, then somebody should tell you you know, and if it's something nice, especially I'm one of those people that like, if my mom says something nice about Jake, I tell Jake right away. Like I'm that friend that like, if somebody says something nice about you, I'm going to tell you. If you say something nice about somebody else, I'm going to tell them because I think that's like, it's free money. Um, and otherwise we don't need to hear what people are saying about us because we're not going to like it. It's just like, People talk about going through a partner's phone. If you go looking for the conversations that people are having about you, you're going to find stuff that you don't like. Because just think about how we talk about people when they're not around. We're allowed to vent. We're allowed to speculate in private conversations. And that's what people do. And so if you go seeking that, you're going to find it. And that's why Stan Twitter is so angry. That's why I'm sorry to you, Stans. Like I, you guys are people. I say sorry because you guys are people, and I know that like it, sometimes it hurts to have somebody just like speak directly to you like this. But and I've had to talk to uh, a very young viewer of mine and tell her to stop. Like I, I, I love you. Stop looking for videos of where people are saying mean things about me because they're not going to make you feel good. And I don't want to know about them. So you're just going to get angry and not know whether or not to tell me these things. So I'm about to read some donations because a few of you got, like y'all are popping off. Uh, Lunar Bun says, I was in a relationship with someone like Gabby. Her mentality and behavior is so dangerous. I adore hearing your opinions. Thank you. Keep up the lovely work. Thank you, guys. Um, Emma says, oh, 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 it's so difficult scrolling on a laptop with these. In the Jesse and Gabby... In the Jesse and Gabby call, they talk about a YouTuber that Jesse can uh, shit on her whole life. Gabby uh, was excited to get the name and gossip even under the circumstances. I missed, did I miss that part or I just didn't notice? Jesse said that Jesse can shit on her whole life. I, I vaguely remember that wording, but I don't remember what it was about. Um, interesting. Katie Louise says there's a difference between um, hurt people hurting people and a person's hurting another person and feeling nothing. Yeah. While they're hurting said person. I don't. It's not that she's feeling nothing in my opinion. I just think that she feels vindicated. So that's actually that's worse in a way because it's, it's, it's a certain joy in other people's hurt. As you and Liz says, and that's something that I don't think that she probably like, I think that's it's more, you know, this is all on armchair psychology. 
I think that that's something that probably happens in the moment. We all experience that to an extent when we're really angry and we want to just say something mean or say something that like really like lets somebody know what we think of them. But then once we calm down, like we don't want necessarily to make people feel that way. Liz says, as the old saying goes, what others say or think behind my back about me is none of my business. Love that. I love it. And people are entitled to that. That's the other thing too, that people, I, I think we've sorry to use this word. I don't know a better word, but we've become too sensitive to realize that people are allowed to talk about us. They just are. Um, Danielle says others opinions of me is none of my business. <laughs> I love that you guys are saying this. Amazing. Um, did I miss one from, um, Lola bunny? You said, I definitely think she didn't, this didn't go as planned. And when she talked about Escape the Night and Jesse, it was adults that reacted and not her younger audience. The audacity that she's never wrong is destructive for all. Yeah, it's it's like the it's like the delusions are are just being like outed. Abby says, I hope I have a level head like yours as I continue to grow. 23 feels chaotic, but you give me hope for a more balanced headspace. That's so sweet, Abby. You're so sweet. Um, and I can attest, and I think a lot of people here who've been through it can attest that your 20s, like they lie to you. <laughs> and sorry to anybody who's like 18 right now, but they lie to you and say that it's going to be the best time of your life. It's the worst. It really is. It's fun in many ways, obviously, like that's the time to have fun, but it's also the hardest time. You're broke all the time. You can't figure shit out. Your emotions are all over the place. You don't know how, how to date. Like, and these are just very generalized things, but um, I think it was when I hit my 30s that I started to really find comfort in who I who I am. Morgan says, hashtag water gang. It feels like it's been too long since the last one. Thank you. Um, and also, let's see, we hear from Alexandra, who says, absolutely loving the look. Thank you. I'm starting to feel tired of it. <laughs> loving the look. Also, my hair is going flat. So the look, the thumbnail, and you. Thank you. Signed, Schlee's Baking Grill. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. Um, what was I saying? About public versus private conversations. Yeah. Um, I My patrons know that there was a recent situation, and I'm, I have a habit of talking too much about personal stuff, but this doesn't, this doesn't give away any who I'm talking about at all. But just uh, there was an unfortunate situation where um, somebody I had a falling out with um, completely unrelated to any anything that I'm talking about, um, told another one, like a mutual friend of ours, something, a, a vent that I made about that mutual friend. And it was not mean-spirited in any way. It was a frustration out of concern for this friend. And that other person that I had a falling out with told this mutual friend what I said in that moment of concern, frustration, whatever you want to call it. And it hurt that friend. And that friend had a talk with me. And it's just one of those things where it's like, I am sorry, because that's hurtful. And like, you didn't ask for that. But at the same time, it's just like, at the same time, I feel like I'm, I should be allowed to say these things to my friends. Now, if you go and you air out what people say about other people, um, whether you're friends with them or not anymore. I mean, that's kind of shitty of you and it lets people know that they can't trust you, that they can't vent to you. And that's a shitty, shitty position to put yourself in to where you can't, like people can't open up to you. Like, so don't do that. <laughs> if you know who that look was at. 
If you know, you know. Um, Sweet Ophelia says, um, I love your name. My my dress forms, I always name Ophelia. Hold on. Oh, I'm trying to scroll back up. Oh, Ophelia, you've been on my mind, girl, since the blood. Um, Sweet Ophelia says, I know firsthand how painful rejection sensitivity is, and I see the anger in her behavior, but clearly her bad personality overpowers the fear of rejection since she calls random people dumb cunts. Yeah, I don't understand that because I've talked about sensitivity in that it being a two-way street, that I don't think sensitivity is a bad thing, that um, everybody, like, I think I've talked about just kind of being on a spectrum. And of course there are different kinds of sensitivities, but just for the sake of simplicity, I've talked about being on a spectrum and it's like, say that, you know, a one to 10, 10 being the most sensitive that um, if you are, I would probably at a sensitivity, I'm probably pretty even keeled a little bit more on the sensitive side. Um, probably like a six, somewhere below a seven. Um, and so and because I am a six or seven, I like to offer the world an eight or a nine because you give, you give what you get. And so it's, if you think like, oh, this would make me feel a certain way, then most people would be like, then I'm not going to do the thing that would make me feel a certain way. Right. Or sometimes we can be a little over careful. Those of us who are very sensitive, we can be overly careful about how we say the things that we say. And, um, it's just, it's because it's a two way street or sometimes some people will just like say shit very bluntly in a way that is really brusque in a way that offends people. And at the same time, um, I've, I've, I've mentioned a friend a few times, I'm not going to say her name again, but she's a really good example because she is very brusque. But at the same time, it's like, before you get angry with that person, unless they said something mean, if you say something mean, like, fuck you. But if that person is just being very blunt, maybe you can ask them to be a little more sensitive with you. But if that person themselves, like, prefers for people to talk to them like that, then at least that's congruent, you know? Um what I don't understand is being so personally sensitive at a 10 where she says, I'm so sensitive, but then your sensitivity that you offer others is in the basement. That's not okay. That's so not okay. Um, so I've, I'm very confused too, Ophelia about like how she's able to require so much care. And so, like I said in my video, kid gloves, but then like, it's so, brash with other people to the point where it's not just brash she's uh, she's offensive and abusive so ariel says if you ever have love have if you ever had love or respect for a person any private conversation should be private doesn't matter how big things ended it's it's uh nothing it's not oh it's not hard to be the bigger person or be nice yeah i mean and or at the very least like be considerate of like, is this, somebody said, is this hurting or helping? Like, yeah, I, that person that I had a falling out with, I could go tell, uh, you know, go tell mutual friends what that person said about them. But like, is that, who's that really hurting? You know, like, don't, don't do that to people. Kai says, eh. Kai says, I know it has been said, but her use of clinical terminology and trying to teach people about mental disorders is harmful. Yeah. I have many disorders, but none of those excuses hurting my loved ones. I love this. What I do love that's coming out of all this is that I think a lot of us are coming to an agreement that like we should educate ourselves on mental health and be sensitive to what we learn about other people's mental health, particularly when it comes to struggles. 
Um, but we have all kind of come to a collective agreement that it's like, guess what? But if you're an asshole, if you're an asshole, your mental health is not an excuse. It's not maybe momentarily. And you can, you can ask forgiveness and give an explanation, but like a repeated patterns of behavior of you being an asshole, there's not a single mental health, mental health disorder that in my opinion, excuses that. Um, so thank you for that note and for the donation for both of you. Abby says, it's like Gabby Hanna forgot the golden rule, treat others. Yep. As you want to be treated. If she expects all the kindness and fairness, why not reciprocate that? I agree. And I think in her mind, she's already been wronged. She already is the victim. And so she's seeking vindication on everyone. And that's the thing is that she fails to see that what she thinks other people are starting, she's starting just as much. I think many of us can agree that when we have an argument, those things don't like sometimes people just go into a, a conversation picking a fight, right? But most of the time conflict kind of like builds, right? There's like tension over a certain topic or something like that. And then like words start happening. And then like, oh, you said a word, you said something that I didn't like the way you said that. And then, um, so then I let you know that. And then like, maybe this person doesn't like being told that doesn't like being confronted. And I think that's how a lot of conflict goes. There's not really, there's not necessarily like in most conflict, in my opinion, like where you can pinpoint this is where it started and thus this is who started it and this was their intention to start this. And so it's it's bullshit because I can do what Gabby's doing, which is um, essentially like finding ways to say that everything is everybody else's fault for starting. I can all I can argue in any argument that somebody else started it. I can start one with me or then I, then that would be you starting it. But like I'm just trying to think like like me and Gabby, um, I now I'm upset with her for sending a hate mob on me, but I didn't say that like she started any sort of beef with me. Um, I think that I had every right to say what I did on Twitter. I don't think what I said on Twitter was all that bad. I said, I don't agree with everything Gabby says, so I'm hurtful. Like, or so I'm hate, so I, I'm hateful. I don't think that I am in the wrong for having said that. Um, but at the same time, that is what prompted Gabby to say something. So just because I don't think I'm in the wrong for saying that doesn't mean that I'm going to be like, Gabby, you started this. You started this because you got offended over something that you shouldn't be offended by. But that's exactly the shit that Gabby would do. So to everybody, so in Gabby's mind, everybody else started it all the time, all the fucking time. There's never a time where she's, I've never heard her say, I started this ever. Show with no name. Uh, most of Gabby's problems stem from her protagonist complex, um, in my opinion. She'll justify anything and refuse to look outside herself because she's the hero. I've never heard of a protagonist complex. Interesting. Thank you for bringing that to my attention. Because, I mean, you really described ways that uh, one of the ways I like to describe her or one of the ways that makes sense to me um, is just like everything is justified. I refer to her as very Machiavellian. Um, but it's funny because usually people who are Machiavellian don't, as far as I know, um, have a lot of like emotional sensitivity where she's got so much of it. Um, and maybe that's part of the problem. Um, I want to, I want to make sure that I'm making the point about public versus private though, because um, you know, it's, I'm trying to think, of these times when Gabby gets upset with people and says, well, I didn't make that public. I didn't make it public. It's very different than like, I'm having a conversation with you about say like you and I are friends. 
we're having a conversation about, I don't know how to kind of like compare. I love making analogies and, and all that, but I don't know exactly how compare. It's just different. Um, when you're talking about private conversations going public, like in the case of Herpygate, you're talking about a rumor going public. And so really anybody participating in that is in the wrong. Be and anybody participating in that, and, and I say anybody participating in that because whoever made up the rumor obviously is is the one in, like so in the wrong, then I, I have a really hard time believing that you could gain that information, that misinformation in any sense in a way, in a moment that isn't, that is in good faith. I don't, I don't believe so. I think that, that Shane and Gabby were shit talking Trisha. And, and furthermore, um, I'm trying to think of like, what would have been the right thing? Cause Gabby's like, I don't know what the right thing would have been the right thing. Honestly, if you, if you really want to like sh the right thing would be either to tell Shane, Shane, you should not be saying things like this about other people's sexual health. Like Trisha needs to know that you're saying these things about them and, and, or going to Trisha and being like, Hey, just so you know, this person is telling people, I didn't ask for this information. They just told me that you have this and that's not my business. So I thought that it should, it's your business to know. It's not Jason Nash's business and David Dobrik's business. It was Trisha's business. And so, um, hashtag water gang. Thank you, Ashley. So it's just, the water gang gives me a moment to gather my thoughts. Um, it, there's a there's a difference between like what should stay private and honestly in a sense that perhaps like if it had stayed private it wouldn't have been as hurtful um you know if Gabby just went through life being like thinking that Trisha had an incurable disease an, an incurable disease like Gabby could have gone to the grave with that and then like everybody would have been fine because Trisha is not out spreading that because she doesn't they don't have it pardon my misgendering for a moment um so the, Gabby really doesn't understand what should be made public or what should happen once something is made public. And I think maybe that's the thing too, is that I think she's maybe getting too hung up on um, things having gone public, that she doesn't have to take responsibility for what she said because she wasn't the one who made it go public. So to go back to me talking about me and an ex-friend having a mutual friend and then that person going um, and telling the, the mutual friend something that I said that hurt them, that would be, I feel like that would be like me blaming the mutual friend and being like, well, why did you tell people that I said this thing? It's like, no, I hurt you. It doesn't matter if you, if you uh, told the public maybe how you did it, maybe not be, might be the best way that concern people. Um, no, I can, you can be upset with, no, I'm, I'm just trying to think of, of similar scenarios I've been in. You can be upset with people for going public with your private matters, but that all, that's not all she wrote, you know, like there's, there's more to it. You still have to address the thing that hurt. I think that's where I stand on this. I've been trying to like develop what I think about this on the spot. I know that it's in there in my mind. I've just never really talked it through. And that's what I do in my videos. 
I think that like you can be upset with somebody for going public with something that you wanted to stay private, but you still need to address that thing. I think that's what it is. And Gabby doesn't ever want to address the thing. Um, Rivi says also funny how parent Gabby and Trisha were friends. Apparently Gabby and Trisha were friends this whole time, but Gabby didn't want to tell Trisha directly because they weren't friends. Exactly. Nikki says, how is it not making it public going to a random fan and bringing on uh, private conversations with Jesse because it's in DMS, right? With one of Jesse's fans. Can you imagine can you imagine one of my followers, Gabby Hanna, going into DMs with one of my followers and being like, well, hell, you don't know. Hello, Leash did this, that, and the other. And then that follower of mine, or say it's a patron of mine, coming to me and being like, hey, what's the deal here? Gabby said you did this thing. And then I'm like, well, fuck, Gabby's spreading misinformation about me to literal strangers. So by the, yeah, yes, to your point, Nikki, if you're going to, to spread either misinformation or um, sensitive information, private information, et cetera, to a stranger, going to a stranger is the same as going public. You have no idea who that person's going to tell what. Yeah, I, I like your point. I don't know if that's adjacent to what I was saying, but um, it's it's a good point. Like once you're talking to somebody, uh, strangers, especially somebody who's like not necessarily like in your corner, this isn't a private conversation between two friends, you know? Um, Ariel says, it seems like Shane's name is all over this drama, yet he hasn't been addressed in anything or asking to be accountable for his actions. Um, yeah, I think, I think Gabby and Shane are being cowardly in um how they deal with this and i'm wondering if shane has dirt on on gabby i think that very well might be the case because gabby doesn't tell us why they're not friends anymore um many of us suspect it's because of her relationship with andrew suwicki um perhaps her friendship with megan mctoon um yeah i think that there might be dude that the YouTube world, when you're talking about like at the multi-million subscribers level, it's just like everybody's got dirt on everybody. And so like we use that to hush people up and like all that. And it's just like, fuck that. Like, I don't know. I just, I don't like that. I don't like that culture at all. They talk, people talk about cancel culture. That's the culture that's fucked up. It's, it's people having power and, and leveraging their power against each other. I don't like that. Um, is there something else that somebody said that I was going to make a point about? I'm really bad at keeping my thoughts during these things. I need a note taker. Um, somebody, I'm, I've been tagged in a notification. So maybe I missed something. Did I miss something? Um, I didn't, y'all, if somebody tagged me, oh, um, Oh, somebody else, uh, I see Brittany, you, you sent me this, the same thing. Thank you. Um, thank you just for the record, uh, patrons, um, do your best. Brittany did this, um, but just do your best to, if you can, um, hold off on tagging me in anything, unless it's related to like what I'm asking or like what we're talking about. Ava Marie, my goodness, that's $20. Another thing that confuses me about Gabby Hanna is the amount of permanence she finds in the acceptance of apologies. She thinks once an apology is accepted that she can go on to do whatever. And if that person revoked it, they're fake. Yes, entirely. And it, and I get it. Like it can be very frustrating when you 
mess up and then you give an, a sincere apology and then that person accepts your apology and then later they behave different like yes it, it's hurtful but you're talking about going you're like oh you've forgiven me so i'm just gonna go and like spread all kinds of lies about you on the internet because you've already forgiven me for that thing so it's not like you're gonna bring it up again it's like that's not how this works girl what's wrong with you no that's not how it works um Jeff Goldblum was not related to this discussion any more than he's related to any discussion, which is every discussion. Um, but that wasn't specifically at Yuli. That was just in general because we get new uh, patrons every day. And so I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings by thinking anybody thinking I'm singling them out. I'm not. It's just because we get literally we're really growing so fast that um, just letting you guys know that um, during BAP, like I look for notifications usually to come from uh, my YouTube mods to see if there's anything that like I miss a super chat or something like that. Um, or if I ask a question like, um, like, Hey, what did Nikki mean when, when that person said that, you know, Gabby posted this thing. And so, um, so that patron tagging me made sense. Um, oh my God, leave please. Like, honestly, like okay, dead serious. That conversation upsets me. <laughs> um, uh, let me read another email here. I haven't even read any of them. I'm going to read them real fast. Number one, um, anonymous says, hi, Leisha. I think this is going to be where I email you. Um, this is addressed at the blah, blah, blah. I highlighted all the important stuff. I'm going to read just the highlighted parts. I can't watch her podcast because unlike most, I am one to turn away from a car about to crash. And if Gabby is anything, she's a series of rear ends and T-bones. One of the clips I did see, however, was Gabby justifying her actions on her podcast, specifically saying the only reason she called the drama with Jesse, AKA her harassing a woman over assault that happened to her almost 10 years ago was because drama slash commentary channels had uh, something. I find it fascinating though, very in character. I would have thought now Jeff, Gabby, um, would have learned that she can't justify misdeeds by pointing a finger at someone else. I want to hear your thoughts on Gabby and her problem with deflection. Ah, I'm so glad you brought this up anonymous and Gabby's inability to simply admit. We were talking about this earlier about the inability to just say, I fucked up. Sorry. I remember it wasn't, um, it wasn't the teenager thing. What I was thinking about was how she's referred. She, she's been criticized for referring to uh, Jesse's trauma as R word drama, right? That's everybody agrees that's in poor taste, but also it might've just been a poor choice of words. So, and I think most of us could be forgiving even of Gabby Hanna, just like with the tone indicator stuff, like stop giving these long winded explanations. Just say, sorry, like, sorry, dude, I didn't know. Or like, sorry, I, that was, that was totally poor wording on my part. You can still, you can still hate Jesse. You can still claim that Jesse is your abuser. You can still, you can still talk about Jesse and all this stuff as much as you're doing. But like, and in fact, I find it to be more powerful, honestly, when you call out your own misdeeds, when you, or just, or mistakes, just call out yourself to show that shows your credibility or that adds to it. So like that, that frustrates the hell out of me that she's not able to just be like, oops, that, that was a fuck up on my part. Sorry. And then let it be. Instead, she had to be like, I called it this because when it happened to me, then other people started calling it drama. It's like, no, stop. Like, just say that you messed up because you did. 
Like in, and that just shows me that if she can't, if she can't apologize for per, for a poor word choice like that, then there's like, is there any hope? Is there any hope for her? Probably not. Um, Allura says, Hey Leash. So I saw Jesse's video about an hour after it aired. So many content folk comment, commented their support. And I want, I went about my day and then mentally hugging her. I came home and crickets. I don't expect you to pop out a video 24 hours later, but I was kind of surprised Dustin and Nick didn't even deaf noodles. Did he even post today? Oh, this is pretty old. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what the deal is there. Um, oh, but I, I did remember that um, what I wanted to talk about, Rivi says, face, your, face yourself. Um, something we were saying about when I was saying comments and conversations that are had about you, not in your presence. That's why I don't read my comments. And um, I, why did I feel like I had something new? <laughs> new to add to that conversation. I feel like I just like deviated from that conversation. Um, but yeah, I think that people are entirely allowed. Oh, because I was talking about the difference between and what's okay. In my opinion, I like in terms of like what I think of Gabby Hanna's only fans, right? I'm not going to go on here in a public live stream and, and trash her only fans, anything that she puts on there for doing it or anything like that. If I'm with my friends, I can give my opinions on those things. You're not meant to keep every single thought that you have inside because it might not be the nicest thing. But like, that's not a conversation where Gabby or any of her friends or any of her followers should go, you know, sleuthing around looking for something like that. That's going to hurt her. And that's exactly what they do. They look for things that hurt her, that will hurt her and that will hurt themselves. When people are allowed to have these conversations, I don't go through their conversations about me. Once in a while, people will send me screenshots, but I ask my people not to send me screenshots, but people are allowed to talk about you. And so that said, I'm allowed to talk to my friends about this sort of stuff. And a little more generalized, I will talk, I will say a little more to my patrons because it's more in a, you know, an enclosed space. Um, but that's what I think of like private versus public. Uh, Brandy said, Brandy Rose says, got to go off dinner. Have a great night. Ah, um, sweetest community on the internet. You guys are all amazing. Thank you for saying that and for the, for paying to say that. Um, absolutely true. Absolutely true. These people. Um, I don't know why, like I, you know, when I say put a pin in that, it's because I like literally when I have conversations, my best friend and I in high school used to do this. We used to just have like mental pins everywhere. And I think I just had that pin hanging out, like finish what you were going to say about private conversations. Um, so yeah, I don't, I understand that people talk shit about me when I'm not around. Yes. I'm not going to go looking for that. Um, however, if it comes to me, I'm a, like, then I'm allowed to, you know, if it gives if so. Anyway, uh, Sammy says, people who use Gabby Hanna audio in their videos, please make her levels lower in editing. This sounds like it's directed to me. <laughs> Oftentimes she's louder than the commentary, including you, Leash. Yeah, that, was, that wasn't me. Um, you look gorgeous, says Asha. Happy um, happy to catch a BAP again. Awesome. Sammy, you're right. Um, not bec just because she's she yells a lot, but also sometimes like there's just like a ting um, like when she doesn't use a microphone. So I'm, it's, it's difficult to, um, to normalize your audio just based on what you hear. 
So like I do my best and I'll like compare here and compare here. And I think my voice just comes across really soft. And so like the, the, the volume might be the same, but her pitch might be higher. We do have similar um, registers, I think, but when she's like shouting or she's like in a room, not using a mic or something like that, then it doesn't have the same like depth and softness that my audio does. So it like, you know, I, I, I did notice what you noticed. Uh, Ray Ray, thank you for the donation. Let me, we're getting close to two hours. Let me see if I can pump out a couple more emails here. Um, Deets April said, hey, I just saw the last post in regards to the BAP about the Jesse Gabby situation or the Gabby situation. She in herself is a situation. Mm -hmm. Although she has been quiet, I truly believe she's going to go lower than we have than we have ever seen. It's concerning. My stomach was in knots listening to Jesse, listening to another one publicly plead for her trauma to stop being used as ammunition by a fellow woman who was once a friend. She will sink lower. She will not stop. And she simply does not see an issue in her actions. Her most recent post gave us a glimpse at that. I don't feel any guilt in saying that she disgusts me. She herself tells her, she tells herself she's a bad bitch. She's bad. All right. Bad. Like a boil. <laughs> scabies a rash between you <laughs> sorry why didn't i read this before a rash between your butt cheeks that won't clear up <laughs> love claire your angry fan fan from glasgow oh that's funny sorry guys that's funny um rivy thank you no it's uh my my sobriety my sobriety anniversary is really easy to remember because that mean girls gif is belongs to me it's october 3rd but thank you. If that was aimed at me, thank you. Um, either way. Um, maybe that perhaps was something that um, seems like it because about a year ago, I was like, my sobriety is almost full. So, um, but yeah, something uh, about her going lower and lower. Uh, this is another one of those moments where I kind of go back and I take it back to the addiction model. And I think, uh, we don't know. We don't know how low somebody has to go before they change. It's apparent that Gabby has to go low. Like the, it's really like the the simplest way I can put it is the harder your head is, the like the lower you're gonna have to go. Your your bottom, uh, your rock bottom is going to be deeper. The the less you're willing to take in criticism and feedback and um, be willing to change, obviously. And so Gabby has shown us that like criticism is just like, it's not only something she can't handle, it's something that she has to fight with fire. So that is an indicator that like this rock bottom is gonna be pretty damn low. But where it is, I don't know. We, she could be there right now, we don't know. But based on when you wrote that email, it probably looked like, yeah, she's gonna have to fall harder because at that moment, she was still acting like bad bitch on, on TikTok and stuff. So I, I definitely agree with you there that it looked like it had to go lower. Um, Zoe said, I did reply to your tweet, but I put it here too. Um, I used to be quite a big fan of Gabby and used to defend her. I actually hated your videos. Oh, T. I think I just, I think I read these, but then it's been a while. So I've forgotten. I actually hated your videos until I watched one and actually listened. Oh, I love that. I'm sickened with myself that I defended her and loved her. Even now I catch myself almost believing her, but I know it's just because she's a manipulative abuser. She actually needs help. Like I feel bad for her, but not because of the hate she's getting. She deserves all the criticism, but I feel bad because no one is telling her to stop or get help. They are enabling her directly or indirectly by them staying silent. They are allowing her to keep doing this. She once said that her friends don't know anything about this besides what she tells them. So that, that, 
that tells me that she's manipulating their thoughts to be on her side. I feel like if they knew the whole story, they wouldn't want to be associated with her. Um, I'm going to have to stop there. You made really, really amazing points. And um, I do love to hear that, that like that somebody's mind was changed because of something that I said. Um, it, it just, it just says that I'm very influential at least or I was in that moment to you. And so thank you for sharing that with me. Um, and obviously when it comes to offering criticism, critics want to be heard in, especially when it comes to matters like this, I'm not critiquing art. I'm critiquing somebody's behavior, uh, painful, hurtful behavior. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, Agreed with so much that you said. Yeah. The other thing I was going to say was that um, the point about everybody around her enabling her is so true. It's the people, the people that she appreciates are the people who are en enabling her. Right. So like her fans, we know that Peyton and Irene for some, ex to some extent were because we saw it, the, them telling them telling her, you can say this, you should say this, get this off your chest. And then that being something that ultimately hurt her more. Um, it is, it's toxic. Again, stands, it's toxic to, continue encouraging somebody that you love when they are displaying bad behavior. But of course, if you are indoctrinated into believing that this person's behavior is not bad, then you're not going to know to call it out. And I have made it, I've, I've said it several times and I'm going to keep saying it. I don't want anybody to stand me. Please don't. I don't even like to hear that people are fans. If I continue to grow, it might get to the point where I have to just accept that. But my patrons for the most part, especially those who have been around a while, know that like I rely on them to keep me in check. And everybody says that. Gabby said that Peyton keeps her in check. Um, so I guess maybe none of us really know how much we're being kept in check. Um, but it, it, I think the health of the health and harmony of your relationships is really a good indicator of of whether or not people are properly keeping you in check and if you're actually listening. So. Um, there you go. That, that's an indicator, Gabby, and and fans, and anybody who loves her, really. Shelby says, hello, Leash, long-time watcher and listener, first time writing in, but I've got a lot of thoughts about the Gabby developments in her series. I'm sure everyone's going to echo my sentiments, but her delusions and complete lack of empathy, it's truly disgusting that she's targeting such kind people and putting them through so much. It is, uh, is unsurprising, though. My biggest thought is, where is the rest of the series? <laughs> same. Everybody's wondering the same. Um, sorry, you guys, I can't read every single, I can't read all the email, but I can read um, the high points. Julie says, hi, Leash. Don't know if you got the chance to listen to Emily Baker's live from today. I I don't keep up with Emily Baker. I, I, I like her and she's noticed me before, which is really cool. Um, but I, I see that she does a lot of live streams and I can't keep up with, I can't keep up with any YouTubers that I like. Um, don't know if you got a chance to listen to Emily Baker's live from today. She spoke for a little over 10 minutes on the Gabby Jesse situation. Oh, I think I did. I did listen to that. Actually, Emily's vids are timestamped in the description. In my opinion, she summed everything up perfectly. As Emily said, Gabby keeps trying to relitigate the situation with, with Jesse. Emily stated that she believes Gabby will continue to try and relitigate the situation until she proves that she's right. She obviously can't do this because Gabby is dead wrong. Emily also said that it seems that like this is what Gabby is trying to do with her series. She's trying to relitigate every drama so she can leave the internet feeling like she's won. I think Emily is correct. Gabby will keep coming back to this. Exactly. And this goes back to, um, you know, another sentiment that a lot of people are echoing. Thank you, Alistair saying, I don't think Gabby's done with Jesse. I don't think Gabby's done with anyone. Yeah, you're right. Um, and it's, it's what like, uh, I, I'm quoting a lot of isms, a lot of like, um, colloquialisms, but, um, one of them being, like I said, hurt people, hurt people, but also would you rather be 
happy or would you rather be right? Gabby so wants to be right. Like, listen, I want to be both, but I want for my right to, to lend its hand to being happy, you know, like, and I think where that those bridge together is being healthy. I think if you find a place that's healthy, then you can feel like you're right and happy. Maybe I'm the only person who thinks that way. Um, welcome to my brain. I hope that that's why you're here. <laughs> but, um, Gabby just wants so badly to argue herself right. When, and I've talked about the feelings and the sentiments, they're, they're tarred. She's got her, her heart is tarred at this point. It's there. She's got a heart, but it's just so, it's so, things are so convoluted that she just wants to hurt people. And so like, she's not recognizing that the sentiments, the inner, she just says she's matching people's energy. She's not admitting I'm putting ugly energy out into the world. And I'm wishing harm for people. And they may not be doing the same for me. She can't, she can't see that. Um, so it's just about technicalities. It's technicalities and litigation. I absolutely agree. Ruby says, didn't Gabby try to get on ADHD meds before she was diagnosed with ADHD? I remember Alicia referring to drug-seeking behavior in one of her videos. Um, I don't want to talk too much about that um, because, like it, like we said, mental health and, and substances and it, the conversation gets so hairy. But I was confused because she did talk about um, medications and dates and there was just some sort of discrepancy. We, we, we can't know. Honestly, sky's the limit in terms of possibilities. Um, number seven, Kane. Hey, Kane. Kane is one of my patrons. Um, hey, Leish, it's Kane. I've been struggling to keep up with everything since Gabby started her tirade. One thing I've noticed, though, is that I'm not the only one. Since Gabby took to her socials to verbally abuse and rile her fans against Rachel, no one has been doing well. Even with her series under the guise of speaking her truth, Gabby has gone to harm countless individuals, not just public figures such as Joey, Daniel, and Jesse, but also entire communities, especially those with ADHD and BPD. The only thing Gabby has been able to achieve throughout this is hurting people and furthering the negative stigma those with mental illness have to live with. I'm not one for canceling or deplatforming, but surely this goes against the terms of use for most social media platforms. I'm genuinely confused as to how she's able to continue with this without repercussion and why there's been no official intervention like that. Like the fact that her videos are still monetized is honestly baffling to me. That's all I have to say. Sending well wishes. Kane, I just love the way you speak. <laughs> um, I think all of the, the patrons do. Did I miss a super chat? Oh, that was uh, Ruby's. Um, yeah, that's a really good point. And I would love to expand upon that point, Kane, and say that it's um, like we know that the Gabby has offended these communities by speaking on matters inappropriately and attributing certain behaviors inappropriately, and then that offending those communities. But I would go so far as to say that she is also triggering people with people that come from an array of communities for different reasons. She's upsetting and triggering people. And I'm gonna be honest with you, tensions are high in my community when there's when Gabby is at her height, you know, at her peak of, of abusive behavior and language. And, and so you can tell it's a, it upsets people everywhere. Everybody who's witness to it, it's upsetting to a lot of people. So yeah, it's it's damaging. I am one. I, I'm not afraid to say I am one for deplatforming. I'm not. I understand the argument about um, about freedom of speech. I guess that's like a lot of oftentimes why people argue against deplatforming. But in my opinion, 
every platform has or just like LawCow did. Like their their rules and their punishments. I was like, what kind of punishment is that? They're gonna revoke somebody's anonymity and just like lay all their shit out there. Oh my God. But at the same time, that's your platform. And if you've determined that this behavior is irresponsible, abusive, etc., you have kind of a responsibility, in my opinion, to do something about that and essentially deplatformed um creep show, at least on their platform. So I don't see why. And I get, I get it. Like I said, YouTube doesn't want to get involved in like playing judge and jury, but, but like, I, as an example, I want Roblox to speak up because yeah, sure. These, the things that are happening are being said about me are not being said on Roblox that I know, or not, I'm not receiving them there. But when people are attaching your name or doing things on your platform that are irresponsible and hurting people, then you should have those things taken away from you. You should. Like, I, I think that, you know, like you and, and it happens sometimes. So where do we draw the line? I think the line should be drawn at if you're just causing harm and, not, and you're, you're not helping people, you're just causing harm, then you need to be suspended something like we have a right to put a stop to harmful behavior and that's uh, that's just something that i just think that there needs to be more funding put into internet law internet um just kind of organizations that 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 uh, govern the internet and how how people behave more funding needs to be placed into that and i think that's ic3 um which is a, a sector of the a, FBI, if I'm not mistaken, there needs to be more funding to those areas because we are existing online. And that's why so many people, that's why, like I said, like kids are enlivening themselves every day and, um, or, and, or, and having these thoughts, like, I can't believe how many times I've heard kids say that they have these thoughts when I, as a kid, never heard any of my friends say that. And it's because we're existing on the internet and the internet is not properly governed. So yeah, that's my judger side coming out, wanting more structure, more justice. Um, L says, hello, Leash. I have been uh, very curious about your take on the whole posting a three hours long conversation. I think it was a very poor idea for Gabby. And it makes me wonder if she has anyone near her who actually cares about her. I personally am extremely disgusted that Gabby is doing this to Jesse again. And I hope she, I hope Jesse gets to enjoy her rainbow baby from here on out. Anyways, thanks for listening. I am happy to report, and I think I did tell you guys. Whoa, even more patrons. Ha! I'm got, I've got a lot of you to, to welcome and greet when I'm done with this. So thank you so much to all you who are signing up for my Patreon. Um, I was happy to report that after Jessie put out her video, she was feeling much better. And, um, like, in terms of putting up three-hour conversation, in poor taste, because, you know, that's one of those things, like I said, should be kept private, especially if you're talking about other people. There were things that said about me in that conversation that I, I did nothing to warrant that stuff being put out public or said the way that Gabby thinks of them and et cetera, you know? Um, so it is in poor taste. At the same time, one could argue that, like, it, it might have been in poor taste for Jesse to make her videos. So I can see where Gabby has made that connection saying like, okay, if Jesse's going to put out clips from the conversation, I'm going to put the whole conversation out. Same thing with Trisha with the podcast, right? The difference is what Jesse does or what Gabby doesn't realize is that every time she releases a full anything, it makes her look worse. So the releasing of private conversations I'm eh about, um, but it ended up making her look worse. So I'm going to continue going with this because I want to finish reading these emails that I promised you guys I would read. Um, 
Number anonymous says, hi, since Gabby, I say that as I have two emails left, since Gabby started talking about the situation, making her unalive all, <laughs> I don't, have we figured out a censored way of saying that in the third phone, in the three hour phone call, I just wanted to remind everyone that every grown up individual has a responsibility to regulate their own emotions and seek help in such situations, trying to put the responsibility of fixing or regulating such serious effects on Jesse by bending to Gabby's will is highly irresponsible and damaging both towards Jesse and Gabby herself. Seek help. Love your channel. Thank you. I agree so much, so much. That is so not as it only fucking irresponsible. It's abusive. It is emotionally and psychologically abusive to casually put that there. Now, if you're, if that's a cry for help, then it's a cry for help. And I would never want to stop somebody from putting out a cry for help. If you do that, whether you are baiting me or it's serious, a serious cry for help, I'm going to take action on that. So if you're somebody who genuinely is in need of help, genuinely needs somebody to go look, check on you, please don't ever feel bad for having mentioned it in my presence or in the presence of somebody who sent that help, right? Don't feel bad for mentioning it to people. Don't feel bad for talking to a loved one and saying, hey, can I talk to you about some things that I'm going through? It's heavy. You know, I want to warn you, but I want to make sure that you're in a place to receive that. That's okay. It's not, it's not to say don't ever mention these things, but just to drop it like that in a conversation, especially with somebody who's not your friend, somebody you're not close to, it's, it's abusive is what it is. It was totally irresponsible. I agree. Two to be says happy. Yay. I was hoping that somebody would say that happy non-binary day. I, I should have just said it myself. I tweeted about it. Happy not, um, it's international, not non-binary people's day. Uh, happy non-binary day chat. Thanks for your content. Hello leash. Thank you for wishing everybody a happy non-binary day. Yay. We needed something a little light. Um, and the last email is from Lauren. It says, hi, Alicia. I'm really wondering at this point if Gabby Hanna is going to continue digging the hole or just leave YouTube now without another word. Judging by her lack of posting the scheduled docu-series episodes, I'm wondering if she is finally just accepting that the public's response to her defending herself is overwhelmingly negative. Love your content. I'm here for the for this Gabby show. This is the Gabby show now, bitch. Um, yeah, I... Why, why did somebody say you're binary? I hope that's a joke of some sort because I'm allowed to wish people happy non-binary day, right? <laughs> um, I'm sure there's something I'm not understanding. Um, but yeah, I that still holds, that that sentiment still holds today. And it's interesting because I she was pumping them out like one a day or every other day. And I was just like, this is too much. Like just, just purely from like a performance perspective and just a PR perspective, dumb dumb to, to keep dropping these bombshells every single day. If she were, if she wanted to be smart about releasing the series, she would have done like one a week. And then people might look forward to like, Oh, it's Thursday. That means Gabby's going to put out her next series. Like even if, even to hate watch, even if, if we don't want to admit that we want to know what she's going to say, but then it just got to the point where it's like, well, I'm, we're still upset about the thing you said Monday. And then on Thursday, you've put out this many more episodes. So now we're upset about the Trisha stuff. We're upset about the escape the night stuff. We're upset about the, the drama channel and that grieving mother stuff when now we're upset about the Jesse stuff and you're we're just like I'm sorry the negativity the hate the the criticism the disdain for you is just piling on top of itself what made you think that this was going to be a good idea 
Because at the end of the day, Gabby, you're trying like, like somebody point wrote in and said, Emily D. Baker said, you're trying to relitigate this thing and you're trying to use these technicalities and like, you, you probably could have made a good lawyer. Um, but that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to lawyer your way into being right about all this. And instead you're failing to recognize, and it's because of your emotions. That's the thing is Gabby is trying to litigate because of her emotions. She's hurt. So she's, it's not like she is just clearing her name. It's not like something happened. Somebody said something untrue about her and she's just proving that she's right. That shouldn't take that long. It shouldn't take years. Um, and that's also like something I had to accept. Gabby said some things that were untrue about me. It took one video for me to correct that. And I don't need to like keep going back and picking at it. Um, people accepted for the most part that I was right, that I showed that I proved myself. It shouldn't take all this. So she's talking about litigating her human emotions, but she's failing to recognize what she's doing to other people's human emotions. And so, and all these people's human emotions are getting involved. And then like, it's just going to be, it's just not going to be pretty for you. Whether you're right or wrong in the end, it's just not going to be pretty. So um, did anyone catch the wires crossed in Gabby's poem? Yeah, my a couple of um, my patrons were tweeting about that, just being like, hmm, so somebody crossed a line. Um, so yeah, I need something for my head. I'm gonna hashtag water gang, the whole chat. And special shout out to those of you who actually followed through with water gang. Hugs for all with consent. <laughs> I'll consent to that hug. Um, um, oh, if somebody's being um, offensive, guys, feel free to to boot them. Um, but that said, I um, I do think almost twelve hundred of you earlier. There was over twelve hundred of you guys here. I thank you guys so much. Over a thousand of you guys are here. Um, almost four hundred of you guys have hit the like button. If I I'm trying to remember to do that. If you enjoyed anything that I said, please, if you wouldn't mind hitting the like button or if you just like me and you want to help me out. Um, and I should have part two of this two part. Thank you. I just saw the, the thumbs go up. Um, tart, tart poo. <laughs> part two. Okay. Part two of my two parter should be August. That's so cute. <laughs> Thank you. Is that a fox? Because foxes are amazing. Thank you. That's really sweet. Yes. And if you are interested in seeing what comes up, we have a good time on these BAPs. Um, and I, I'm always open to feedback. So if you want to recommend that I do them on different days, different weeks or something like that, so more people can be involved, totally open to that. Um, thank you to everybody who's joined my Patreon, my Patreon since the start of this, this, podcast. It's amazing. We love to see the more people growing and it helps us. Your input helps us to better our community. And it's just a really amazing place with really fucking fantastic people that really look out for each other. Like I was saying, we have, you know, we are tribe animals and this is a tribe that actually looks out for each other, um, but is willing to hold each other accountable too, which I really love about this community. Um, yes, tart poo. And uh, yeah, so if uh, part two is coming up and I should have that hopefully to you Friday night. I'll let you know it is a sponsored video. So it is something that I have to make sure that I get done and then submit blah, blah, blah. Um, but if you are curious about what that is about and you haven't, um, all hails, 
you're welcome. Thank you for all the stars and the hug. Um, if you're curious about that uh, video or any other videos coming up, or if you are curious about what the next BAP is going to be about, I'm curious. I don't know what it's going to be about um, or what I might say in it. So um, part two should be on Friday. Um, Tart poo Friday should be Friday. <laughs> But yeah, if you are curious about anything else that I might have coming up, uh, please subscribe. And if you decide that my content is not for you, feel free to unsubscribe. Uh, but it definitely helps me big time to, to hit that uh, 50K milestone, which will be a lot of fun to hit. Um, but yeah, for now, I'm going to maybe take a shower, do some things to help my head. Um, we are awesome. Join us, <laughs> Ashley says. Ashley is the captain of the Patreon. Um, but yeah, we're having a lot of fun. Things are changing and all for, for the better. And people are really awesome. All right, guys, I'm bad at outros. I'm really bad at goodbyes because I stretched them out. 50K by after mob day. <laughs> Hate mob day for sure. I knew it wasn't going to be by mob day. That's all good. Um, all right, guys, I love you so much. I am going to do my best to relax. Though I'm probably going to have to work on editing that video a little bit more. Um, I love you guys. And to my patrons, old and new. Um, I'll see you guys over on Discord and I'll see you tomorrow for our clubs and all the and live and all that stuff. Thursday nights are when we have our Patreon fun. Love you guys. Um, thank you so much for hanging out with me. All right. I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.